the industry perspective is a space for those in the industry mm. to speak freely about their experiences without fear of retaliation or a negative review. Mm. The views and opinions shared here are solely that of the individual and do not reflect the establishments in which they work. With that said, yeah. if you feel offended by these jokes, fuck it. We weren't expecting to get tipped by you anyway. We all ready to go? Yeah. Why you look so sad? No, I just, I didn't hear what you were saying. <laughs> it's going to bother you for the next 20 <laughs> minutes, isn't it? Like, what the no, we're going to start. Because I was so you're gonna focused on out. this thing. No. You're, that I was just like, I don't. figure out in real time. That's fine. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. I'm using all of this am as I, the open, Am I so. opening with the video? That's all I need to know. No, so, that's what you missed. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> what I missed. See? We've already opened. Page. We need to take the shot. Because I'm using all of this. I we don't open know. until. This is not getting cut. Oh, shit. Do it. Cheers. Cheers, gentlemen. Dude. I don't look sad. That's just my face. That mad Resting cow. sad face? It's mm-hmm. just my face, yeah. <laughs> Between that or resting bitch face, I don't know. I've recently... Hold on. What? Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the podcast. Where we pull back the curtain, give you some insight on what goes on by the scenes your favorite bar and restaurant. We like to call that the industry perspective. Because if I didn't do it now, then... What's up, motherfuckers? <laughs> Huzzah! <laughs> Bitches. Tangent after tangent after tangent, and then I would... You're a like, tangent after tangent. 20 minutes later, hey, guys, we haven't done the intro yet, so can I do the <laughs> intro? Would they really notice... I don't they know. would. Yeah, they would. They actually they have been would. called totally out on would. Yeah, let's be honest. They actually would. <laughs> <laughs> we have, have a guest today. Yeah, you we wanna... have a guest today. You want to <laughs> intro him? You know him better than I do. <laughs> we all know him equally. I feel like you know him better he feels, than he, he just feels like that homie that walks into a room and everyone Everybody automatically knows him. Knows him. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I know him. I yeah. just met him, but that's I feel like I know him. That's what I'm saying. Okay. I came back to the house. <laughs> And him and Rob were in the lobby, and it looked like they had already started filming the episode. Oh, sure. Like, make sure you grab your bike. Yeah, we were, I was I was waiting on you, and I saw another brother who was yeah. headed to the, headed to the area. I was just like, let yeah. me speak up. Yeah, <laughs> say something now. Yeah, I walked up to the lobby, and I could see through, and I just see you like. I didn't need to rush. We're good. We're doing good. The first L is capital. And where are you from, brother? Yeah, I be. You from the when when you from the south? That's how you, That's how we do. We be acting mm-hmm. up in the hospitality industry and being from the south. Yes, that's how we. We're part of the south. So I moved from Atlanta. Me and you had kind of spoke about it a little bit earlier yeah. about oh, you know man, spending I a little questions. time. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. ATL. Uh, move mm-hmm. move from Atlanta. It was a time. Um raised I call Houston home but I was born in Baton Rouge Louisiana Word. Mm, so okay. southern boy through and through Word. for sure and had been out here and I was kind of talking to Nando a little bit it'll be I mean you Rob it'll be 10 years for me Word. next year in LA damn so yeah man solid decade come on now time be flying it does do you get a chip for that right i I need one that long i need one seriously right (laughs) 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 you get an a trip if you make it 10 years in la (laughs) (laughs) they should have that after 10 years you should be able to say you're from here 
I, 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 I don't think so. I think so. I I wouldn't. I would never. I would. No shade. No shade. No shade. No shade. No shade. Tell me that though. No shade. People tell me that. Like when I, when I'm like, they're like, oh yeah, like how how long you been? I I'm like eight nine years. You know, like I'm like, oh you're from here. Nah. And I'm like, I don't I don't really get that because I, I I'm gonna say, I mean I, I I would imagine saying that I'm from Texas until the day I die. Same. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't. Yeah. That's just me. It's because there's so much that you probably don't know or have missed out on not growing up in LA or 100%. any other place. Yeah. So to say you're from there, like from there, from there, feels kind of weird. And and I, I think that and I think that's a great point too, P. Like there is so much, and especially with us being in the hospitality, people. Oh man, shit! You want good barbecue? Go go over here or go like. There are still so mm-hmm. many things I have not experienced, don't know about. I haven't been to this part of the city. I hadn't really spent a lot of time in Baldwin, Woodland Hills. Or like you, you ne- you don't know what it's like to go with your friends, jump on the bus to the skate park at like no, fourteen, no. fifteen yeah. years old. So like, there's experiences uh, there, and then other things that you just you don't get. No, I, so I definitely I feel like don't know you can't what it's like. say that even if you've been here yeah. 20, 10 years. That's what I'm thinking about because like I have friends that grew up in LA in like the Baldwin Hills, Woodland Park, Inglewood areas and so their knowledge of this city and them knowing me, if they heard me say I was from LA, they would <laughs> right, call right, me so right. quick. They'd be like, "Motherfucker, you don't know shit about you right. ain't been here." What Doolins do you go to? Yeah. What Doolins do you stop yeah. at? I don't you even know what LA. that is. Man, it's a great soul food spot out here. They, they they they're like in Inglewood and a few other locations. Really good Doolins. Yeah, shout out Doolins. Is that? Do they have like a like a like a burgundy ish truck that they drive around? I don't think or, so. Or is there is there a restaurant? Do you order from the window? Now they have a couple of different locations. There is they do have a location, and I went to that last one. I forget it's on Manchester. I think they may have one or two on that Manchester, but you do order from the window. That might be the spot that we were looking for. You do for. order from the window, and they they have a, like a side seating area. That sounds familiar. It's good. That might be it. Is a red building. I can't recall. Red I was just like literally out there randomly. They got a couple of different locations. The best location closed. Mm. I forget exactly where it was located. It may have been on Crenshaw, but that was the one. That's always interesting when like there's like a mini mom and pop kind of chain. Sound like Doolin's is like that, but there's still the one that is the best one. 100% right. Because like for me... I've been to almost every Roscoe's. Okay. People, some people have different feelings about Roscoe's, but I have my particular, this is my favorite Roscoe's. Mm-hmm. I can tell you why. Like, I think the Long Beach Roscoe's is the best one. Their grease is a little bit fresher for, like, the frying <laughs> of the chicken. And, you know, so, like, I just have, like, those particulars, whereas, like, the other ones, they're cool, they're good. Yeah. But, like, yeah, I feel like those different restaurants, even if they're of the same chain, this one might stand out for some particular reason. 100%. Or maybe the service or something like that. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Makes a difference. Well, I mean, I, I feel like that goes with anything, though. Yeah. The original is always better, for the most part, unless there's a location that decides to improve upon the things that the original can't improve upon because, no, this is how we've always done it. Right. You know, maybe the Long Beach location is your favorite because it tastes a little cleaner, so to speak, as far as the grease, because that would be a big deal for me. But maybe the people who go to the original one, they can't they can't handle it not tasting the way that it normally tastes. Where right. Everything's been cooked in the same grease for the last two weeks or some <laughs> shit. That's the flavor. That's the flavor. That's the flavor. I like flavor to the chicken. Yeah. Why does it taste like this? We use new grease. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but that's why that's one of the reasons why I don't like redacted. 
Mm. I, I, I don't like that place because Redacted is, is where I work, but yeah. we don't say the name on the on the Okay. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you don't we don't redacted. say names when it's redacted, negative. right? <laughs> right. Respect, respect. Yeah. That's why I don't like redacted. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I realized he has said it like so right. casually, I was like, let me update you <laughs> all like, like, where is this? What did redacted do to you? They serve. Why are you so angry, Nanda? We we can't why'd you put it in quotes? We can't tell you. But speaking of redacted places i showed them this video mm. and i kind of i should have showed it to you before we started mm. but it is at a restaurant that's here and in it it's like a supposed to be a bloody mary or something like that oh boy. but in it they've got what do they have they had bacon they had a chicken fried wing. chicken it's a chicken wing cornbread and yeah. I, I don't think I have the. Uh, I don't think it was a bloody video. Oh, 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 here it is! Here it is! Here it is! Here it is! Here it is. Yeah. Onion ring. That's, uh, that's from last. You know where it is. That's you? from last. I, I don't. Oh, you don't. Wow. You know. All right, you haven't been there enough. Then. Uh, the fucking comments on it though, like, yeah. it just. Oh, that's, that's where it is. is yeah. Stop it! Yeah. yeah, they don't do that there, do they? Yes, they, yes, do. they do. They, they do. Stop. They, it, sh- they should bro, stop. Come on. And, and you know what? You, you, you know what? Stop is right. You know what? So we're not mentioning the names, right? Not mentioning mm-hmm. the names, right? Excellent. Glad y'all. Glad y'all made me privy of that. Um, <laughs> I frequent that place. Oh. Oh, really? I do. I'm, I'm a like for me. Like I said, tell you where I'm from. Being from the south, yeah. I love soul food. Mm-hmm. Can't do it all the time. Right. And I actually, the place that we're kind of talking about, for the most part, P, I kind of feel like. You know, that, man, I've taken my father there. My, mm. my friend just came in town for one of, you know, my last, like, you know, he came out to visit for, like, one of my last comedy shows, took him there. He loved it. So I feel that they do a good job as far as, like, and, and me typically, a lot of times, the majority of the time I'm going there, my brother, I'm sitting at the bar. So maybe it's a little kind of different. Mm, you know, I, yeah. I, I like to sit at the bar, yeah. be quick. I yeah. feel like the service is actually pretty decent. I kind of know what I'm doing, what I'm dealing with. Right. Now, that foolishness. I might have called the law. <laughs> Seriously, I might have called the law. <laughs> Rest in peace to Kevin Samuels. Kevin Samuels should have saw that. He would have got on that. That's ridiculous. Well, the comments. Ridiculous. Oh, I mean, the comments on there were uh, pretty ridiculous. hilarious. Well, y'all got a drastic in the bloody marriage. The last time they called the law in that place, it didn't help the last person. <laughs> right, exactly. That part. That part. That and, part. And it was still open the next day. Come on now. Business for me, is business. For me, man. Wild. At least can't open till five. We ain't doing lunch today. We ain't doing lunch today. Somebody didn't have breakfast. We're only doing dinner service today. Yeah. Just <laughs> in respect. In memoriam. Right, right. Yo. No brunch, no lunch. Yeah. <laughs> Man, for it to happen Bruh. in your building. That's wild. Business is business. Or was it right outside? No, it was in the building. Was it Stop playing. He walked in. He wasn't playing. That was the point. <laughs> Did he get caught? No. Not that I know of. For the listeners, what are well, we saying? we don't want to talk about the place, remember? Or we're so not. you got to be from here. But anyway, yeah, somebody, give somebody died in that restaurant. In a, in a, yeah. in a downtown, yeah. can we say the area? Yeah, I mean, in downtown, downtown LA, popular yeah. kind of like yeah. soul food oriented spot. Now we get very specific. Do your research. <laughs> if you park your line, if you park the line across from might as well just drop the pin at that point. Yeah. If, <laughs> if you got the lucky strike, you went too far. Oh, God. Oh, God. 
the coordinates are 40 degrees. <laughs> Yo, like what? Someone, someone was uh, taking soul from body uh, at. At a soul food place. At a soul food place. Yo, I'm done. I'm done. I can't. Ooh, that's I how can't. they season the greens. That's yo. The collars. They the put collars. the soul in soul the food. Where's they the bell? So Where's the fucking bell? Oh God, I meant to remind you These to get the bell. These are. Uh, but no, no, you were gonna say something, and then I cut you off to do the. Uh, to do the intro. I don't remember no more. Oh, okay. We all moved on. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> We've I just all, had to do the intro. Wait, so just, just like that restaurant did the next day. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah, that same no night. They serve that. Yeah. You can get that any day? I think so. I haven't been since the last time we I, went. I so, um, But the food is the food is good. It's decent. Yes, it he is. had a bad experience where the server was talking shit to him for no reason, unprovoked. And, oh, really? And then they yeah. just... They don't let you do takeout on on uh, the weekends and understandable this and that, which was going to lead me into my question about being from Atlanta mm-hmm. and stuff. And you heard about how Keith Lee went down there to do a food I tour. I did. He right. And I asked some friends. <laughs> he that right. Are, he, he right. Okay. So he's right. It's very, the food is not as accessible as it is here. Like there's a lot of rules or, or Hell yeah. like limitations to how you can do things. And yeah, uh, it's, so it's, being it's from Atlanta, primarily, just, like the thing about Atlanta <clears throat> And I actually, even before moving from Atlanta to, to Houston, P, I lived out there for one year. My father is in the oil and gas industry, so we used to move around a little bit. I, I, actually, I, I missed that. I, I missed that. I did live in Atlanta for one year before Houston. So Atlanta, and it's arguable. You know, I have a friend that will argue me down, P, about like where the best food in the country is at. Because, I, you know, I like to brag about, and I, and I think even Keith Lee, I saw I saw his his ranking. I think he had New Orleans first. Yeah, that's what I, I think heard. he had Houston too. I think he had I, I forget Chicago who. was third. Chicago was third. Yeah. Okay, and I think he had maybe like Atlanta, like number eight. I forget. Atlanta some of the was other dead last. Was it was Atlanta dead last out of the eight cities? Eight, eight cities he did. Atlanta was the last okay, one. There you go. So Atlanta, I didn't realize that he only did eight. And I think L.A. Do you remember where L.A. was? Um, I think L.A. was somewhere in the top. Like, I, don't I know remember. he had him in there. They were, I mean, they were higher than Atlanta, that's for sure. <laughs> but his his ranking was like least favorite, and he explained why is that just he couldn't get any food, and the food that he could go to wasn't bad, but he just couldn't get as much food as he wanted, as opposed to uh, New Orleans, where food was everywhere, all of it was amazing. He went to every place he went to, it was great. So I think that's how he ranked. And not saying the food was bad. It's just an all-around rating, you know, customer service, food, this, that, I'm going to keep it a buck. The food definitely ain't bad. If we're just talking about food, my brother, ATL got to be top three. No cap. Like, just the influx of, like, barbecue, soul food. um, And they actually have, I'm going to be honest with you, my my industry and my expertise, I was at a... uh, I was at a premier, like, northern Italian uh, independently owned restaurant before I left. I knew I was about to move to L.A. I worked at um, I worked at a premier chain steakhouse for years where I served, I bartended. And before I knew that I was about to move to L.A., I was trying to do something different. I worked at an independently owned uh, 
you know, uh, Italian place. They made their own pasta in house. I was the, you know, the bartender, all that, the, the decent stuff. But the reality is, is that Atlanta actually just based on the food top three, in my personal opinion, top I three believe in the country. I believe but here's that. the deal though. And this is the reality. We work in the business. Yeah. We realize those other things matter, my brother. Yeah. Like Atlanta, basically Atlanta, basically not Georgia, but Atlanta basically is like a black and a white city. Yeah. So, well, I mean, it's, it's a Southern city. I'm, I'm from the South as well. Oh, where, I'm, where I'm from, from I'm from North Carolina. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Got you. So, but here's the deal. It's a, it's a black and a white city with like, you know, they basically call Atlanta like black Hollywood. They call Atlanta black Hollywood. So you have a lot of people out there who are like entrepreneurs, business owners, they got money, mm. they got bread. But I think where we have to continue, and I'm not saying all situations, whatever, but just where we have to continue for me personally, as people of color, we have to continue to raise the standard on customer service. See, I can understand exactly what Keith Lee is talking about. Been through it. Where somebody going to tell you like, hey, can I get that? No, baby, I ain't trying to hear all that right now. All right, I need you to wait. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got that. No, we ain't doing that. Oh, so sure. I think for somebody that's maybe not used to it, yeah. for somebody like myself, <clears throat> I was raised under that. Right. I was raised under that, and I kind of understand the mentality. Not necessarily that people are trying to, like, be evil or, like, whatever, but for somebody like himself, right, mm -hmm. who this is what you do. You do reviews, and ain't nobody out there worried about, no, that, what, what this going to do for the business from a TikTok perspective. It's different out there. So I think he ran into some of that and encountered some of that, whereas it's because Atlanta being number eight out of those cities just purely based on food, false. Right. False. It was the whole makeup of things the that you deal experience. with. And I can't speak of every situation, every single person, but I know what he's saying is true. I didn't been through it. Worked there, lived there eight, nine years of my life. I know what he's saying is true. You know, so I just think the thing is, is, is that from some of those mm. perspectives, if you want to continue to accentuate your business, that's part of it. And people got mad, and that's sometimes minorities that get mad. Like, man, Keith Lee telling her, man, that's he telling our business, and no, it need to be talked about. It need to be talked about because maybe we could get to another level mm -hmm. if maybe that aspect was taken care of. Hey, you do the takeout. You, you you're a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? I saw the video, so that, that that's real. But it's not about the food. But this is why I think New Orleans goes number one, right? Because so much of their Tourism has got to be top one, two, three, four, five of how they make their money in New Orleans. Right. So they're more focused on, hey, baby, come on in the here and get you this pole bar and get you this crawfish etouffee. And you, you know, they're taking care of you. Yeah. Hospitality is big. It's huge, bro. It's huge. So I know it's not just based on the color of your skin. Because pretty much everybody in New Orleans is cooking food, the good food. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, you know, they're colored. You know, they're black. They, you know, whatever it may be. So I can understand where you're coming from. I support it. Talk about it. Talk about it. I actually have some thoughts. Uh -oh. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you have something you wanted to say? Well, I was, I I was just going to follow up and ask yeah, him how he got into the industry. But oh, and if you want to follow mine, directly on this. Actually, mine was, mine was uh, directly on what you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, go for because it. Because you, you actually really open up something in my eyes that I hadn't this thought cat, about, you know? Cow, yeah, he's preaching. He's preaching over here. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, mean, I, I was saying, I was saying earlier, no, I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Mondo, do you 
<laughs> he got the sermon going. Right. He got the sermon. See, this is why this is why I get in trouble when I'm dating younger women. When you pull out that handkerchief, yes, they know immediately. Nigga, you are between thirty-three to forty-five. Yeah, stop. Cut it out. Cut it out. Did you have a handkerchief in your pocket? Yeah, ready to go. Ready to go. At the ready. Spare set of keys in my in my shoe. My money is in my sock. My money's not in my wallet. Yeah. My money's in my sock. <laughs> 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 so you don't trust me. You gotta see don't my Achilles tendon to rob me. <laughs> you gotta see my calves and my Achilles to rob me. We're not doing that. Oh, they gonna so, be easy. So one of the things that you really made me think about when it came to raising the standard when mm. it when it comes to customer service, uh, as you say, we grew up in those areas. We grew up, you know around that that environment so we understand where it's really coming from mm. i run into those same issues uh a lot of times when i'm bartending mm-hmm. um because sometimes people may think that i may have like an attitude or i'm upset or something when i haven't said much of anything or i haven't changed my facial expression mm. i just give you an, a direct answer correct yeah. you ask me what Someone's kind of tequila. interpretation right you, of you correct right. So say you ask me what tequilas I have, mm-hmm. and then I start to tell you and you cut me off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I continue trying to go, and then you cut me off again. Mm-hmm. Well, do you have, well, wait a minute. If you'd <laughs> let me finish, I'd let you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say that. Mm-hmm. If you interrupt sure. me more than twice, I will say, you know, hey, if you let me finish, I will let you know everything we had. Right. Or I will just turn around and point. Or those kind of things that. Especially if you ask me the question. Right. So. <laughs> I can imagine going into a place that is family owned because they couldn't get a loan from the bank. Hmm. You know, they did everything they could to raise up the money, which usually runs into what you are cooking plates for everybody at a cookout or something like that. Selling them for however many dollars you can to build your business up until you can get the equipment similar to what we're doing with this podcast. You've built this from the ground up. Yeah. Where is your restaurant? Out of an old house, usually, because it already has a kitchen. You also can't get anyone to let you lease out a place based off of your financial income, your financial history, yeah. where you live, sometimes the color of your skin as well. And then you finally build up this restaurant. You make it the way you want it to be. You're running it. You, your mama, your daddy. Your grandmama, yeah. your brother, your sister, all of y'all. Y'all the only business you got. And then somebody want to ask you for a fucking fork that you've already put in the bag. <laughs> How are you going to respond? Or when they ask you about takeout orders, when it fucking says you don't do them. Yeah. I get it, man. Yeah. I really get it. But again, when you say raise the standard on customer service, what it immediately makes me feel is, but we could do a few things better. We could do a few things to the best of our abilities while not compromising ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're not the big chain restaurant. We can't do everything that another restaurant can do. But if we do what we could do and we do it well, and sometimes just communicating that to a guest the right way, you can tell a guest it's already in the bag without being like, just open your fucking eyes. <laughs> Well, well, Nando, so like, they don't always eyes. say it like that. Yeah. They don't always say it like that. I'm just saying the way that it's interpreted to a guest who's never heard, well, it's in the bag. Or did you check the bag? Like sometimes we're saying it in jest, 
you said something. And, you said yeah. something great, right? And and I'll bring it back. So we met from me having no idea who you were. Mm-hmm. It wasn't, hey Juice, hey Jaloid, come to my place. We know each other. Mm-hmm. I I think I'd frequented before. Maybe you, I knew you or something like that. But you were part of the reason why I continued to come. Now here's the deal. What I'll say for somebody like myself, even with you saying that, hey. You know, hey, Juice, maybe like I can express myself this way. Now, I'll be fair. I'm we're in the industry. Yeah. So maybe some of the way that he communicates, I, I understand. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I'm like, bro, I do the same thing. Exactly. I gotta tell people to, you know, lift your head up. We ain't got Casamigos. Yeah. Oh, okay, damn. <laughs> yeah, you know, lift your look at the bar. Yeah. You know, um, you just assumed. So to be fair, maybe there's if I look at myself, maybe there's more of an understanding. Um, but I also think that you said some quality things as far as like, Hey, the situation that you described where somebody's interrupting you while you're trying to let them know what tequilas that you have at your establishment, you, you, you started to try to explain, Mm -hmm. they cut you off. Mm -hmm. You started to try to explain again. Mm -hmm. They cut you off again. Mm -hmm. You said, Hey. Can I? So as far as the communication, I'm not mad about that. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even mad about that. I'm just, what I'm just saying is I have an understanding because the first thing that I spoke about is accentuating your business. Right. Sometimes you have to do things that you don't want to do to get to where it is that you want to be. Okay. That's just, that's just real. Yeah. That's life. That's just why you, you, that's why a lot of the places in new Orleans is like, they're known for that. Oh my God, like, bro, not only is the food great, but man, you talk to Miss Geraldine or you mm. talk to Miss Gladys, she amazing. And this, you got to do some of those things because maybe those people aren't in a position where, like, hey, they got somebody shooting content with a cannon, mm. you know what I'm saying, and putting it on TikTok and reels and different things like that. That's how a lot of places are known based on their goodness, based on word of mouth. Right. You know right. what I'm saying? So I'm not, I'm just, bro, I lived it. Not only have I been in the hospitality industry, I am a black male. And I have uh, lived out there, worked in the industry. I love to, that's one of the greatest things that I love to do. You know, life is short. So for me, and especially being in the industry we in, like when I want to take a break, I go eat somewhere. Yeah, That's dude. my thing. Yep. I don't want to be taking care of nobody today. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to be taken care of. So for us in this industry, I can't speak for everybody. That's one of the things that I enjoy to do. But, and that's why like when P had brought it up, I'm like, bro, it's not the food. Yeah. Atlanta's top top three to five just based on the food but some of the other elements and different things like that it's real and i can understand people maybe getting upset the man i don't know the guy i don't know he, he seems to be fairly you know fair, fairly fair base i can't speak for your situation maybe it was a rough week maybe it was a rough week but i've lived it mm. I've seen those things. Now, it's never been a situation where I'm like, man, God, you know, shut this place down or nothing like that. But I'm just saying it. Pro- I can see it stagnating just as I'm talking to you about why you in the number eight position mm-hmm. now. And he's just one guy. He's just one guy that's ranking it. It's not the end all be all because I'm going to be honest with you. People in Atlanta, they don't get, they ain't worried like that. I don't care if I got to wait. Or if they ain't doing no takeout, I, I know it. The food is that good. And I believe that that is why the owners of one of the restaurants in Atlanta that the biggest viral moment came from did a response video where mm. they seemed very unbothered by the negative attention I, they I, were getting. I bet. 
from the Keefley thing. And then that blew up too. But again, the part that sticks out that you keep saying that is so perfect is they're not worried because they are already in their ecosystem. 100%. And the people who fuck with them already fuck with them. Yeah. That's how a misguided don't video forget, could get made. Don't forget after that the response video, their restaurant was dead. Right. Like But that's that's that, that is they, like, they they suffered as far as kind of people. Oh, it was yeah. a ghost town. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They that, were after empty. the gentleman who responded after so the owner responded to the video and it was very nonchalant about it well yeah so he respond he put it out the first video nonchalant yeah he put out the first video saying his honest review which is what he's known for mm-hmm. but they put out a response video saying like basically them hanging out in a very posh like restaurant like a you know lounge area they're like oh who's keith lee this and that and then the internet the internet responded like, oh, blah, blah, blah. We'll show you who he is by review bombing your place and making it where people don't want to go. And yeah, it might have been a ghost sound that day, but or that week. And the thing is, is though, in a place like that in the South, you're going to bounce back if your food is good. Yeah. You just are. Because people are going to go by and see, oh, I can go in and get food now. Yeah. So exactly. They probably didn't suffer for long. Yeah. But there was definitely that moment of, hey, relax. You know who he is. Right. This response could have been a different way. It was constructive criticism or not. Who knows? Or maybe don't make a response. Just continue doing business as you do. And here's, yeah. the, and here's the deal. Forget who he is. I don't care. Mm-hmm. You're not going to influence me to, like, not go somewhere that I enjoy. It's, he, that's that's I mean, what he not, says. Th- and, it doesn't. Yeah, well, what even I says am that. saying, though, is, is that. We know this. You guys got a great podcast, great things that you're doing. We're in a media-driven society, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and the thing is, it's not about, it's just, like I said, it's about quality customer service. Forget the, the and that's like I said, I, I'll, I'll have to take a look at the video that y'all are speaking about, but it's like, Keith Lee's review should be, now, if you don't agree with it, that's one thing, right? No, we do great customer service. We're doing, you know, blah, blah, blah. This is false. Whatever. His, his review should be taken as seriously as anybody from a Yelp perspective. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, like from a Yelp perspective, a customer that kind of complained. Which, I'm a which is what he says. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Which is what That's he what says. He That's all I'm saying. No, no. Like, I went to a place. I'll be honest. My sister was in town recently. I was in Hollywood. We went to church. Felt Christian. I feel like I'm there right now. What, what wanted some soul food. Wanted a little swine. Little swine and little soul food. Mm-hmm. How y'all doing that bacon? You gotta have some pork after Jesus. How many cast iron skillets y'all got back there? All right, I just heard the Lord. Oh, I thought you were asking us. We got five. <laughs> 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 well, that, put that bacon on there, Nando. Put that bacon on there. Lord. A little Lord. shot of mass cow and then a little Lord. A little Lord. A little Lord after the Lord. But I'm gonna tell you, I went to this place. I Googled, you know, Sundays to turn up. Sundays oh, I about, missed it. That was good. That was good. I missed it. Yeah, that was good. But uh, but Sundays, man, like that's a you know that's a Southern tradition, man. You go to church, you eat some soul food. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like looked up. I knew a few places, but I was just kind of like looking what was close. And I told my sister, I said, "We're gonna try this place." So we get there, and obviously, me having a background in hospitality, there's a lot of things I think. of. I know a lot of people get upset about things that, and you spoke about this earlier, that they really just don't have any knowledge about. 
it may not necessarily be your server. If you've worked mm-hmm. in the industry, you know, like mm-hmm. if the person is showing they care and maybe it's the kitchen. Maybe it's the bartender. Why the there could be different explanations as the people just get mad at the person that's in front of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So we're 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 waiting. Come in. I believe at the time that we came in, there was no one there. If there were, if if I'm mistaken, there was no more than two people there. Mm. So no excuse as far as like we're too busy. We're slammed. Come in. Order the food. Um, mine comes out completely wrong. And I mean, not even like, I think I got like, say I got, say I got the, the broiled chicken with like the collard greens and a salad. It was like the frog legs, fries, loaded baked potato. I'm like, what the, what is going on? Like who took the order? I didn't even see frog legs on y'all's menu. (laughs) (laughs) What is happening right now? So I'm just like, so like the server who was seemed to be pleasant enough was like, you know, I'm like, you took the order, you, you know, I so saw, I'm still like, not, not sure. Maybe it was the kitchen. Oh, my bad. We, we'll get it out. I think they said it'd take 10 minutes. Or at least she booed you. Yeah. <laughs> right. When we mess up, we're going to call you boo. Listen, I mean, I know my 18-wheeler just slammed into yours, but boo, let me just get your, <laughs> let me get your insurance, and let me get your phone up. You just slammed your 18-wheeler. Like, so, it'd it be wild, bro, but the food, want not not even 10, wound up probably cl- taking closer to 30. Oh, goddamn. Some of the advertised drinks that they had, they didn't, they didn't have on there. Um, The one that kind of did come out wasn't, you know, exactly properly made. And I remember, I remember at first I told my sister, because I always, having experience in this business, I always try to take care of the people in front of me. Right. You got to be doing a lot. Yeah. Wow. Like for me to not give you 20%, seriously. Like if I'm not giving you 20%, like some, like some went wrong, at least 20%. Yeah. So, and I was, I told my sister, it was just like the, I was like, bro, this is too hood. Like, like, what are we doing? I said, I'm not, and I, I was, you know, I, I, I can kind of get a little bit. I, I said, I'm not giving her nothing. And I kind of, I, I, I repealed back on that. And I think I wound up giving her like between 10 to 15%. And I remember I was kind of having a discussion with a friend of mine and he had kind of talked about it. He was like, man, Juice, you maybe should have talked to her and explained why, you know, we're not doing all that. Yeah. I ain't got the time for all that. Right. Now, if this is a situation where I felt like you were showing some care, some concern, right. and perhaps maybe I had an interest in coming back, yeah. then maybe. There's nobody here. Right. I'd ask how long the how long you been here? Oh, we've been open for eight months, close to a year. I, I don't want to hear this was a grown person in front of me. And it was just a lack of the customer service don't even fit it. It was mm. it was just like what's going on? Right. What are we doing? Is everybody awake? Like, it, or is everybody like drunk or like what's going yeah. on? What are we doing? Yeah. yeah. There's a difference. Cause I was at a place literally a week ago. Didn't know they were closing. So, you know, I saw there were only three or four people there and had to use the restroom, but I was like, I'm gonna get a drink because I see they offer drinks and I see they have a food menu. So I will order something like to use the restroom. Yeah. Not going to be one of those people. And I order, and I'm like, I don't see that many people here, but whatever. 
And then we go and we sit down and we're, you know, waiting on our drinks and our food. And I'm noticing the music. Good. Then I'm also noticing that the person who took my order, he's sitting at the table behind me. <laughs> I'm like, shouldn't, shouldn't you be working? <laughs> like, do you have, do you have anything to <laughs> attend to? Yeah. It's that new NBA young boy. But then all of a sudden I heard, I heard closing time come on. So I was like, oh, they're closing. Yeah. So it's not that they're empty. It's not that no one wants to be here. We're just those assholes who showed up 20 minutes before it's time to leave. And yep. they were still nice enough to take our order and still gave us that same service, even though they were ready to go. Yeah. You could tell they were ready to go because they played closing time <laughs> and they sat behind me. Yeah. But like in a way where it's not a booth, it's like an open area. I'm in a chair. Like open back, yeah. you know what I mean. He he behind me because he knows I'm gonna look behind me to see who's yeah. behind. Like, no, no, no. I'm right here. Yeah, I'm right here. And I'm like, I'm oh, waiting it, to get my cash oh, it, out. It, it you, yeah. It you, you behind the register. Yeah. You, oh, I should leave. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's different. Are you ready for your check, that's, sir? That, that's different. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm I right here. If you need anything, just turn around. <laughs> yeah. I got you. Yeah. <laughs> like, whispers. Napkins over there. <laughs> yeah, you know, like you that, that kind of service. You get yeah. that. You're like, all right, cool. I, I get understand. It. You're ready to go. I came in on the wrong. Yeah, whatever. It would have been fine if you just used the bathroom and left. Actually, didn't know. Actually, didn't know. <laughs> yeah. but they treated me that nice, yeah. and I was like, I will come back. Right. I will definitely come back at a proper time. Yeah, I even told other, exactly. Right. Yeah. I even told other people. I was like, "But don't go after eight o'clock." Right. <laughs> that's when we went. Yeah. We fucked up. But go, go to this place. Right. You know? So hearing that story of how they made you feel like, ah, we're not even gonna get your order right. We ain't even gonna try and we're to not make gonna things care better. when we get it wrong. Yeah. The thing we're that not gonna care me. that we got it wrong. But also, yeah. how much time passed? Did a manager come talk to you? No. Did anyone come talk no. to you? No. Yeah. And that, and that was the they thing. They don't give so, a fuck. So all that time, right? And that's a great point that you mentioned. All that time, nobody came to check to see, hey, is the food food good now? Something. Mm-hmm. I know you waited. Nothing. And here's the deal. I can observe. I've I've worked at. I've worked at the premier fine dining. Mm. I've worked at the trash dive spots so I can observe and kind of see what's going on. But this is the, this is the reason why us, you know, all having experience in hospitality and bartending. And this is why, you know, it depends on where you work. I know people who work at dives who make great money, Mm. great money. People think, people think it's about what it looks like. No, 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 no. Rob was talking about this earlier. You set up a standard of regulars. You take care of people and you have a, a concentration of traffic that comes there. Now, I know where y'all work. Not not sure if you right now. Y'all work at premier places. Y'all are going to have an audience. Yeah. No matter what y'all do, there's going to be somebody that comes in there. B, my job, the same thing. It ain't really about Jaloid. It's about the fact the venue that I work at. Yeah. It's going to be people here. But that's why, like I'm saying, I support all different types. I've always, you know, tried to support where I'm at, my community. I actually am not the biggest fan of chains. You know what I'm saying? I like finding those places that are like, hey, this is a little, you know what I'm saying, a little different or something like that, my little haunt that I can kind of, you know what I'm saying, that maybe not as well known. And that that's just the thing for me. And it wasn't even like nobody was mean, but it was just like a, and, and I believe the statistic, I know it was a while ago, that it was well over, I believe it was around like, 55 to 60% of 
most restaurants that open fail within the first year. I've heard that too. And, and, yeah. Yeah. And it's a real stat. Yeah. And, and, and I see why. Yeah. It's not about, as me and P were talking, it ain't just about the food. And I'm going to be honest, like the food was actually pretty good. They kind of, my, my dish kind of, when it finally did came out, I don't know what the deal, it wasn't great, but my sister's phenomenal. Turn yours. Other way. Red light torch. Other way. Other way. Yeah, See you yeah, there you go. My sister. I can still hear you. I just okay. want to make sure. <laughs> Appreciate you. My sister's yeah. phenomenal. So it's a couple of different things yeah. that I think go into that. You know what I'm saying? So if you know you have those things, those complications that you're dealing with, hey, we started in mama. We started in grandmama house. We started in big mama house. Mm-hmm. Cause we couldn't get that long. Mm-hmm. Then you got to over exceed on the customer service then, Nando. Yeah, exactly. That was the point the, I wanted to make. The people who right are there. selling plates out they they truck and all that, they're not just successful because the food was so good. And especially like a city we live in in LA where there's so many options. There's a lot of fucking options. Yeah. There's so many options. I, I got a whole list of great burrito spots I need to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to get through it this year. Yeah. It's going to take some time. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's ridiculous. Yeah. Barbecue, the, uh, uh, ramen, the hibachi, uh, Korean barbecue, uh, premier steakhouses. Yeah. You, you know, there's so many options. Yeah. So if I'm in a place like that, and I, I, I don't feel where I can kind of get that, you know, that, that, that customer service maybe that I'm seeking, then it makes it tough. Yeah. You know, that, 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 that's just, you know, my perspective, but as far as the food is concerned, and, and you know, listen, there's a lot of great places out there. I didn't see all where Keith Lee lent, but it Atlanta ain't number eight, just ranked on food. Right, right. Yeah. But before before we lose this one particular part, you kind of reminded me of something that I had heard on. Um, it was a uh, Shannon Sharp's mm. reaction. Williams. No, not that one. Okay, yeah, cool. we can talk about that if you Jesus want. Christ. But uh, this was this was a couple months ago. Back this was after because we covered the Keith Lee thing months okay. ago, gotcha. months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but Shannon Sharp and uh, Chad Ochocinco were talking about it, and there was this point where Ocho got really upset. But he got so upset because he's like, "Well, as a black man, you can't go talking about black restaurants." Like, yes, no, you that's can. exactly why he should. Yes, be. You can. So that's one expertise, of, right? But one of the reasons why I don't even want to dig into that part because that that would take a minute, and we still got a whole other show to get to. <laughs> but um, just just to like tie this whole thing up, I feel like a lot of the discord has been between people who feel, you know, I, or you got to stay out of this conversation. But <laughs> it's my already off. I mean, he's wearing all black, but yeah. still, yeah. no, no, I just. <laughs> but but no he can can literally he can literally talk about this from a mexican standpoint from a puerto rican standpoint the same way that i could talk about it from a puerto rican and black and you can talk about it from a black and whatever the hell else you both are whatever we all are we can talk about whatever the fuck we want to talk about it's just that this particular conversation has got boiled down to well a black man can't talk about black restaurants unless it's positive so how am I supposed to take these restaurants seriously if all you give is a review based off of the fact of who works there? That's not a real review. Right. So for someone to say that a place didn't give good customer service, but the food was good, that's an honest review. So take it as an honest review. 
and take that feedback because that's what the review section is for. Not taking out a vendetta against someone who pissed you off because of whatever. It's literally just to say, this is what the service was. They give you five stars for a reason. It's not supposed to be one star, but I'd give zero if I could, which right. automatically lets me know that you're a cunt. Five stars means, oh, I love everyone there, or I made a special friend, or right. I'm just giving an honest five-star review. I look for the four stars. Hmm. Give me four stars. Give me a reason why it's not five. I'll trust a reviewer who can do that. Right. And I feel like the Keith Lee thing, even though I'm not into his, like, his thing, because I don't care what other people say about food. I don't know what your taste buds are. Some people don't fucking like what, uh, what the fuck is it? Cilantro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I don't care what food tastes like to you. And right. I don't care what your experience is. I care what mine might be. But as far as for the restaurant or bar or whatever that's being reviewed, just take the criticism, try to make it constructive, just fucking move on, take race out of it, take standing out of it, take whether or not a person is a celebrity out of it. Just say, okay, as you said, from the very beginning, maybe it was just a bad day. Maybe just let it be a bad day. Don't let it be a bad week. Don't let it be a bad month and don't let it run your fucking restaurant into the ground. Please don't. I've had so many fucking bad reviews, but the way I've always looked at it and the way someone told me very early when I switched over to bartending full time was because they knew I liked football. It was like, look at it the way a DB looks at the game of football. Mm. Even if you give up a touchdown, still got to go back out there for the next play until the game's over. You got to let that shit go. So even if I have a bad interaction with you, I can't let that affect you. Because then it's going to affect you. Correct. And it's going to affect me and then all of my peers. Mm-hmm. So take the criticism and let's just try to move on. You know? Because then you don't want to have those blowback situations where your restaurant is super slow because you got a bad review. Because it's bad enough dealing with fucking dry January. I know we've talked about how slow it is for the last couple weeks, even before we went on our fucking break. But man, it is so bad out there, man. Bone, bone. And I understand wanting to make some healthy changes, and I support you. (laughs) (laughs) But tell your friends to come flex. Then I'm just saying. Then tell your friends to come drink. The Hulk out. (laughs) 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 Then then send me someone else who's gonna drink in your place. Yeah, Yeah. someone. Send someone. (laughs) All right, because I still gotta pay these bills. Money. Give them your money and tell them to have a couple drinks on you for you. Close to you, something I, like I, that. I can make non-alcoholic drinks actually, <laughs> really fucking well. Yeah. Yeah. I could do a great virgin mojito, just because it's virgin dry. margarita, virgin bloody mary. Mm-mm-mm. So I, just just tomato juice. Uh, no, I still add some things in there. Uh, still some hot sauce, a little bit of Bloody Mary mix, uh, some lime juice, some Worcestershire, or some soy sauce. If we don't have Worcestershire. Depends on what kind of mix y'all got at your bar. Yeah. Dimitris. I've worked at places where you got to make it completely from scratch, and I've worked at places where they have, like, this bottle stuff that you use. Yeah, we use Demetrius. I don't remember the name. Is it good? I fucking hate Bloody Marys. Oh, here's the thing. I hate Bloody Marys, but apparently really? I'm really good at making them. Yo, me Is too. It, I love it, a good I, honestly, I think that's a thing. It's a thing. I've been saying that for years. Okay. The when you hate, hate when you ha- no, when it comes to any cocktail, mm. the more you hate making it, the better you are at it. Really? Why do you think that is? Someone told because me because yeah. I can make a fucking mean ass Long Island. 
And I fucking hate those things. (laughs) Just like I can do a Negroni. Yeah. Uh, that camp party is for show. That bottle ain't moving. Ain't, ain't nobody drinking that shit. It's been here since I started the show. Yeah. yeah. I was yeah. some the other day. Yeah. That's why I it. yeah. Halfway point. Nah, it's just Bloody Marys. Someone told me I, yesterday I, I make like a it. really good dirty martini. I hate uh, vermouth. I, I hate olive, olive juice. juice yeah. Vodka. Gin. Every, every pasta. Yeah. I like yeah. gin. Uh, I'm not a vodka fan, but I like gin. Vodka's uh, bland. It's the missionary of spirits. <laughs> It is. But some people can make it a is. good ass missionary. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Thank you. Some people can make a good ass missionary. Well, see, I I love missionary. I love whiskey sours. I hate making them. I don't mind it. I That's like my cocktail because really? because yeah. I'll I'll make you know, one. I'll be coming up there when I see. I know what I'm just. You didn't curse me out four times when I asked you for egg white. No, I don't. I don't curse anybody out. No, no, I'm, That's I'm, one I'm my joking. Co-workers. No, no, yeah. no, you don't. Yeah. But you, you're like, Jaloy? Jaloy. <laughs> it depends on the time. Where, where we keep, where we keep, you know no, we got no this ace. motherfucker here, <laughs> this motherfucker here ordered uh, two or three espresso martinis oh with like two or three, not just sidecars, they were cable cars. Cable Because he was feeling fancy. <laughs> that <night. laughs> there were women okay. around. I yeah. was working to impress them. It was Christmas time. I said, this is a great Christmas trinket and you're going to enjoy it. I need a cable car. I hate you impressive motherfuckers. Yo. I hate you impressive motherfuckers. Yo. Y'all be going out there and be telling bitches a whole bunch of shit. They Guess ain't got what? nothing to do with you. It worked. I gotta do this shit. Yeah, I worked. You mean I worked. Yeah, not it, it worked. Yeah. I worked. I was hilarious. I was very faded at this point. I'm actually, brother, I don't know if you heard it. I'm gonna take a cable car. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then I'm the I'm the person like let me let me give you the specs for it. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. Looking at the back bar like okay, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah you got God. no, you can make you can make it just add this oh and this. Actually, you did that at a bar we went to once. <laughs> yeah, they weren't busy, but no. you had to make something. Yeah, so he's done that too. I fucked up because I've done, that. I've done that when it's slow. Yeah, when I've it's done slow. it when it's slow. When it's yeah. slow. Yeah, I'll give you no, that. I, I think I think I rolled up on you and said. You're gonna hate me or yeah, something like that. You did. Yeah, 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 you yeah. did. Your eyes were really big, and I was like, "Oh shit, he's right. I am gonna hate him." <laughs> he means that shit. Yeah. Oh my god. Well, imagine me trying to take over like five drinks and coops. Yeah, oh no, it's okay. Oh no. Oh, that was the retribution. Nah, it was okay. <laughs> yeah. Because when you close out that check, you made up for it. Oh. oh. That's what I do. That's Boom. how you do it. Yeah. And 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 that's the thing. If you know the person's going to take care of you, you don't mind making those cocktails. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why I say I don't mind making a whiskey sour, even if I don't know for sure the person's going to take care of me. To me, anyone who orders a whiskey sour, you're at least giving me $2. That's how we yeah. look at it. You know, like, you know least, drinks a little yeah, bit. Based you off order the drink sour. someone's ordering yeah. and the way that they order it and whatever kind of confidence level or something like that. I have a built-in calculator in my mind of what I think the tip is going to be. Yeah. And if it is that, great. If it isn't, I'm not going to hold it against you. I'm, I'm going to do my best not to hold it against you. Mm-hmm. But if you keep coming back, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to have a problem. <laughs> I keep e, ordering the I same had a couple thing. people come over and order not just last words, but Oaxacan last words. Oh, boy. In the middle of a Saturday night rush, hmm. it was two Oaxacan last words. Espresso martini, an old fashioned, Jesus and a beer. God, they got the same Yo. order. 
Whoever got that beer, I'm giving you a gold fucking star. <laughs> you get a cookie. No, no, because he was the one who paid, no. and he gave me four dollars. Oh fuck! He gave me a dollar per drink. Wow. Per drink. Wow. Now, the beer, easy, fine. Clearly, even if you don't give me a dollar for that, I'm not Sweet. saying I deserve a dollar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then those other three motherfucking cocktails: an espresso martini. And two Oaxacan last words. Labor intensive. And an old fashioned. So yeah, yeah, yeah and old fashioned. Fashion. So now you got the two Oaxacan last words, which are four steps, because it is four different ingredients yeah. that have to be measured, especially because one of the bottles you can't even put a fucking cheater spout on. Right. You have to pour, pour it straight it, out the, and yeah. it pours so slow. <laughs> <laughs> you can't speed that process up. Oh, what's the Luchardo? The Luchardo, because it has the See, fucking yeah, yeah, plastic yeah. fucking thing that you can't take. Why? Yeah. Why? I don't know what company makes, but why? Why well, do Luchardo. you do that? Luchardo is a company, no? Yeah. Is that the company? Yeah. Why yeah. do you do that? Why do you torment? For what reason? Do you hate us? Do you hate Bart's? At Luchardo, we you? at you. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. We at you. <laughs> I think we had a bottle here, but we used it all. But yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> we have a bottle. It's hidden. <laughs> That's fair. That's completely. That shit's fair. expensive, man. Yeah, I don't just have that out in front of guests. That shit, that shit ain't out here. <laughs> no, Yo, shit it took me here. so long to even like save up the pennies to buy one. I was like, "You will be hidden." <laughs> yeah. when you tell people about you, <laughs> like a relationship you don't put on your stories. <laughs> so, look. Girl, you know, to the side. To the side. <laughs> Don't make too much noise. Don't go loud. What we have is not for everyone. <laughs> it's for everybody to know. Secret love. Right. We do so us. you, you were talking about dry January and how people should still go out, and you mentioned um, non-alcoholic drinks. Yeah. Just because it's. Ju- I didn't even say nothing funny. <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Just because, just because you're not drinking alcohol, you can still go out. Yeah. Like yeah. if you if you feel like you can go out without having a drink, maybe you should make it a dry year. I don't mm. know. I'm just saying, but I'm not going to say anything more than that. But you could still go out and enjoy time with your friends and have a lemonade, Arnold Palmer, whatever the fuck else that place serves. You don't have to drink. You still go out, still be dry. Yeah. yeah I mean, smoke weed or whatever. Oh shit, non alcoholics are becoming more of a thing now. Yeah. I, I saw a commercial earlier today for um uh I don't know the name of it, but I know we've all seen it quite a bit lately. It's the one I grabbed when we were going to a holiday party. The athletic, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, athletic, athletic IP, athletic, athletic IP. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's a hazy IP at that. Yeah, yeah, they have a hazy and they have a a golden nail. We carry both at my bar. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, so, no alcohol in it. No, no alcohol. alcohol. Yeah. So okay. the commercial was literally people at work. No bullshit. It was a commercial for people at work, just wanted to have a drink while they were at work. Mm-hmm. Like now you can do that without the alcohol. Mm-hmm. It's like. Fucking genius! Yeah, that's actually that was it's, like that's that great. Also, yeah. also, what my GM does. Mm. Oh yeah, he brings in non-alcoholic drinks, huh. so that people think he's having a drink with them, mm. and he's just drinking non-alcoholic drinks. And Good I'm for like, him. It's fucking genius. And also, there's non-alcoholic spirits. We carry one from uh, Amas. It's a it's their non-alcoholic gin. Really? Um, it tastes like it's like basil juice basically goes good with uh ginger beer so mm, please we have that and we will do that if somebody wants a non-alcoholic thing i'll just, just 
just do that two ounces of that ginger beer tastes great yeah i wouldn't mind so, i don't mind making virgin versions of drinks and we have a few on our menu like a matcha mojito and one called a she pretty which is pretty much like a raspberry lemonade up with egg whites shit pretty she pretty oh what'd you say i thought you said shit pretty shit pretty that's why i needed clarification i couldn't just let that stay in my head sorry shit pretty yeah that's a shit pretty that's crazy can you imagine that on our menu yeah (laughs) i was so worried (laughs) oh wow you're really leaning into that 10 o'clock crowd huh (laughs) (laughs) you ever make a oh man you ever make a virgin moscow mule Oh I my think god! Someone has asked really? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I asked you for that. Yeah, just ginger beer. Yeah, so that's with lime juice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had to. <laughs> I again had someone ask me for a Moscow Mule, <laughs> and then just as I was grabbing the bottle of vodka, they're like, "Nah, but with tequila." And I was like, "You said Moscow." He's like, "Yeah, but with tequila." And I was like, "You mean Mexican?" And he was like. Cause he was Mexican. <laughs> oh no! Love it. No, come on. He looked at me like, "What the fuck?" So yeah. hard. So we both just looked at each other, and then <laughs> I just poured the drink. <laughs> he looked at you like, "What do you mean, Mexican?" You no, looked at him back. You looked at him back like, like you a Diddy and the singer dude, and they're just like staring at each other. Oh, yeah, man. the Mexican stare down like, "You know what I mean?" <laughs> yeah, what do you mean? Funny. You know, you know what, what I mean? You know what I mean? And then he I said he thought about it like, yeah, that makes sense. I want that. Yeah, I want it. I know I you it. do. You would have really fucked him up if you said a Oaxaca mule. Be like, I've done that to people. They don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. Oh, man. Oh, Wahawa? Motherfucker said bless me last time. Oh, shit. A Oaxaca mule. Bless you. Bless you. Jesus. Bless Mary you, my Joseph. son. <laughs> Damn. That's crazy. No, no, no. Sir, I want a... <laughs> With Mezcal. That's hilarious. Mezcal. Mezcal. <laughs> well, well, I was thinking about that's what we would like them to do on their end as guests. I've been thinking more about what on our end in the service industry we need to be doing while it's slow because right. it's out of our control, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. And I, in my experience, I generally kind of expect it to be slow until about Super Bowl time. That's usually when I notice it picking you're back talking, up. You're talking about, Rob, after, the, after we hit the new year. Yeah, after we hit New Year, everyone's, Mm -hmm. you know, pretty much spent everything on Christmas, New Year, and then tax season is coming up. So it's going to be slow. It just is what it is. Now, I've been telling coworkers, like, look, we could be mad about it or we can try to do what we want. And that was what I mentioned to you earlier, Mm -hmm. which is now's the time you take time and you talk to your guests more. I'm a person I don't like people and I don't like talking to them, but I know that I can when put in the situation, I, you know, start asking them questions about why they came in, where are they from? My particular restaurant tends to have a lot of tourists. So it's almost always somebody from out of state Mm -hmm. visiting and whatnot. And that's when I really get to know guests and that creates that personal experience. And even if they're just doing one martini and they're out, they know my name when they leave out, they remember me. And they have that kind of experience that they can hold on to. So the next time they're in town or they tell someone else, oh, I went to Joey, go to the bar. I'll tell them, yo, tell your friends to come ask for Rob or whatever, because that's when you create those regulars. And then you're not depending on people to walk in off the street. If You have a bar full of regulars that know different bartenders names. You're not really worried about whether it's slow or not, because people are there to see you and your bar team work and do your thing. And. I feel like when you have regulars, there's a certain level of expectations of like they expect to get certain types of service sometimes. But a lot of times regulars can just come in 
and you know their order. Like there's one gentleman, he comes in, he gets a mezcal drink every time. I see him walking across the street. I start making the mezcal drink. I hand it to him as soon as he walks in and he just chills the fuck out. He doesn't talk or say anything for 30 minutes. And I'll come back in 20 minutes later. Are you getting food today? No food? Cool. Maybe sometimes he'll get the Cobb salad. Cool. I'll put the Cobb salad in and literally don't talk to him for another 30 minutes. That's a regular, and wow. that's that's all you need. He, if you he, he take care of you too. Yeah, wow. Yeah. That's and like, like a sexless relationship. It's a sexless, <laughs> and it's beautiful. As long as you're getting fed, you're getting fed. <laughs> <laughs> and literally, if we can fill the bar with those people, then we're yeah. golden. We're yeah. golden. But like, I feel like. I, every time I come in, all I hear the entire shift is people talking about, it's so slow, nobody's coming in, we're not going to make money. Da, da, da. I'm just like, what can we do about it to be more active instead of just like complaining about it? Because either way, if my name is on that call sheet, I'm showing up for this shift and yep. we got to be here. So what are we going to do about it? And so that's why I think on our end, we can be being a little bit more active to try to combat the slowness. Of 100%. Yeah. yeah. I don't even think that's just for like this time of year. Yeah. Just, just for any time in general. Hopefully, they picked up what I said on the front end, but we'll see. Anyway, um, I mean, just in general, we, we've all heard that one manager line. If you got time to lean, you got time to... Got time to clean. There you, you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I get it. And I get it. Why are you rhyming? Stop rhyming. Like, that's going to make me want to do it. Like, oh, shit, that was a bar. Fuck off, Jerry. Go do the fucking payroll. Make sure I get paid on time. But, um... But yeah, I mean, you know, we always hear those things and we adhere to them when we feel like it. But on a general basis, if you're coming into work and there's nothing to do, you should find something. And if there are guests there, then you actually have something to do. Yeah. Anytime you have a guest in the building, you have something to do. Yeah. You know, um, even if they're not a regular, that's how you build regular sometimes. Yeah. Even if they're a type of person who doesn't want to talk. I know for some people, they can feel very uncomfortable starting off a conversation with a stranger. But, I mean, you are in this job. Yeah. Sorry. That is part of it. You know, like a garbage man or a garbage person doesn't have to talk to people because that's not their job. But... If you work at Kinko's, you're making some copies, bitch. Like, come on. (laughs) You don't have a choice. Right. So for this particular job, it involves talking to people as much as sometimes we don't like them. I have a love-hate relationship when it comes to people. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I love people. Sometimes I don't. I really don't like stupid people. Just like I don't like stupid questions. I've I've learned that's my main thing. Um, So I, I love doing the job. And as long as I got at least one person in there, I will walk up and be like, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Even if it's just that. Are we going to skip the small talk? And it, huh? Are we going to skip the small talk or do you just want to jump right into the yeah. stuff? Let's trauma dump right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you really want to get into? Right? Yeah, I don't know why you're really here. Tell me how Hilarious. you really feel today. Fucking grab a jigger. I mean, we can make some magic. <laughs> That one. Oh my god! <laughs> so but, you know, I mean, yeah, I, it is our jobs, and you know, I'm I'm not just trying to be. Oh, you should take pride in it. There should be some pride in it, of course, right? Because it is your profession, it is what you have chosen to do, mm-hmm. 
in a manner that you feel makes you the most amount of money. Live your life best of your ability. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to do it, like Snoop Dogg said, if you're going to flip burgers, be the best burger flipping motherfucker you can be. Right. Mm-hmm. So if it's slow, I'll, I mean, my job, I'll just walk and stand in the front door if there's no one inside. If yeah. I, especially if I don't have any other coworkers that are there or they're busy doing something, I'll go stand in the front door. I'm not sitting there begging people to come in, but at the very least, I'm not like avoiding eye contact. So right. You want people. Right. You know, there's that weird energy of when you go to work. And you know you're not gonna make any you're not gonna make any money and like well just cut me now I'm like right but now you really not making no money right you know mm-hmm. like you're not even making an hourly yeah well, I say what I say because yes as bartenders I think we have a little bit more of that mode motor or like we know that's kind of a little bit more of our job of like entertaining and talking to people however at my job there are a lot of like the servers that just transition into bartending and I think they're used to just like going to their tables taking the orders, then kind of bouncing. Let me drop your order off. Cool. And I'm a bounce. And so like, they are not used to like that uncomfortableness of standing in front of somebody and starting a conversation and and keeping that conversation going. And so I see that same type of motor when they're behind the bar, where it's like, they're just taking the order and then kind of just either talking to the other coworkers or doing something else. And that works when it's busy enough, when it's like, it's always people around the bar and something to do. And so that works. However, now that's slow and it's just like, literally you got three people on that side and you've gotten all their orders and everything's, everything's in and everything's taken care of. And now you just have that one person that's just by themselves and they're not begging to be talked to, but they also are very idly just, they're looking at the TV. You know that look when like you're at a bar and you're looking at the TV, but you're not really watching it. You just look at it because what else, what the fuck what else are you going to do? do? Yeah, yeah. I, I do that a lot of times, and so I know I know that look from somebody else, and I know that's kind of a an intro to kind of like all right, let me personalize this experience at Redacted for you. Right. And so yeah, I just encourage newer bartenders or people that haven't been in that situation to start doing that, make regulars, you know. But with it being uh with it being slow and everything, that obviously means that tipping is gonna be lighter too. Oh yeah. Which comes with it. I know that can kind of ruffle some feathers with that conversation, but I came across this video. Just before you say that, I had one part to say on this okay. that you kinda before you transition, I just wanted to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying yeah. and just remind everyone that Everyone that goes out to drink is willing to spend more money for a product that they could enjoy for cheaper at home. So if they're in your venue and they're just looking at, if they're not looking at their phone and typing or reading something or reading a book and they're just, as you said, kind of looking up or kind of looking around, they are looking for a reason to stay. Mm -hmm. Give them one. You can be that reason to stay. Yeah. I actually learned that from a guest. A guest told me, he's like, I don't come here to drink gin and tonics. I come here because of you and one other bartender. So when yeah. I see you and that other bartender, I know I can have a good conversation. That's why I come here. Of course. Yeah. I'm drinking your well gin. Right. <laughs> Talk about for the price that the, I could go buy, yeah, he, correct a bottle, a better yeah. bottle, yeah, a better. I mean, it was well, yeah, it was shit, yeah, and it was two in the afternoon. 
Oh, he okay. had better things to do. Of course. He's like, I came here for you to sell me on you. Yeah. Let me learn about the things you are doing. Let me learn about the things in your life. Because mm. he was an older gentleman as well. He's like, I, I'd like to be able to give some advice here and there or tell some funny stories, which he told me one day I have to tell you guys off air. Please don't <laughs> let me forget. <laughs> Even I can't say what he said. Oh, jeez. Even I can't say what he said on camera. Oh, wow. <laughs> but, um, I want to hear. But yeah, I'll, I'll, I will always refer to him as G&T Tom. Word. And the, t- the time he told me that, I never saw him again because not long after that, um, I don't know if he moved or whatever, um, but I just never saw him again. And like three, four months later, COVID happened. Wow. You know, okay. so I mean, hopefully that gentleman's doing well, but I just, that always stuck with me. He's yeah. like, I, I don't come here for the gin and tonic. Yeah. Come here for you guys. So remember that, you know, when you're bored or when you... Or just annoyed. Oh, your friends have something else to do. You know, the girl you're talking to or the guy you're talking to is, oh, I want to see you. When can you get off work? Okay, but you are you are possibly missing out on creating an experience for someone else who could be there and wants to stay there and wants to come back and is going to ask you, when are you working again so that they can come see you? Um, I had this situation just happen this weekend where one of the servers just completely shut down. Because they weren't getting enough tables. And so, therefore, the rest of the night, guess what they got? Not enough fucking tables. Yeah. You know, I, and, I, and I felt for them. I was like, you know, hey, like, you all right? I found out later they were in a bad mood. They must have had something going on. And I'm not judging them for it because we all have an off day. Yeah. But at the end of the day, if you're upset because you're not getting enough tables, but there are people in you the You have building, some tables. Go find you a table. Yeah. Go up to one of the tables in your section that keeps coming to the bar. Find out why they go to the bar instead of you. You know I can get that drink for you, right? Yeah. You know, like those are the little things that you could do to increase the guest experience while also increasing the money in your pocket and making your job easier for you to work. Mm-hmm. I just want to Okay, cool. <laughs> Bro. So, <laughs> I came across this video. Such an actor. And, uh... <laughs> It's, I have my feelings about it. I'd like to get you, but uh, I don't know when this happened, but it happened fairly recently. But anyways, the lady orders DoorDash and run. Popeyes, right? <laughs> yep. Wait, what? So the ignore the, the caption said POV your DoorDasher leaves a nasty note in your food thinking you wouldn't tip and that proceeds to happen. I just like how 
I thought it was. <laughs> well, but no, no, no. The note was in the bag. It was already in the. The bag was sealed. Yeah. Well, that's. Let me let me go in your bag that's been stapled. She can't though, because like can't. They're, the Popeye they're, staples they're, the bag. Why do I know that Popeye staples her bag? Don't yeah. ask. I just so order people a lot. in the comments were but, saying that at least she had shame and not accepted it. Because had she accepted, if I was that girl and I saw that after I tipping, I would have been like, bitch. But yeah, she left the note in there because I guess because when you do DoorDash, you have to tip up front. And no, you they, don't. Yeah, that's interesting because I always tip afterwards not necessarily because yeah. oh see i didn't i just have always tipped after i receive it not necessarily i tip ahead of time i'm a uber eats yeah. guy and that's the way it's set up rob like before. i think you do have the option of i'm sure like just yeah. like george being able to change it etc yeah. but i typically tip up front because it asks you I, I oh only right 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 if it asks you as you're cashing out i do tip ahead of time Correct. yes yeah yeah yeah. I'm you're right i forgot about that yeah, yeah super familiar with i tip ahead of time okay interesting so this was the note that she left it says if you guys can't read it it says lucky for you i didn't bother the food but next time consider tipping your driver i'm sorry but that is extremely Utterly unwarranted, and yeah, you're that threatening, shit fucking you're threatening cool. to fuck with my food. That that lady should not work for Uber Eats. Um, I <laughs> one of the comments <laughs> that said it's like a uh, or post the note. This is why the lady left the note in your food because you didn't do shit right the first time. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't post the note after in that initial video. Yeah, so she's like, that's why she put the fucking note because she didn't do it right the first time. That's funny. Uh, but she tipped cash, which was very considerate because now, 100%. you know, that's not reported this and the third. So I, I think that for us on, let's say like we're on the driver's side, obviously with the industry. Right. So I think, I don't think you should ever do anything like that to where you're even because that would be considered tampering with the food because you put something else in there that wasn't with the order. So tampering with the guest food, like you know that movie fucking waiting where they're spitting and all yeah. the other shit in there, like that's that's just that's just for for movie funny Hollywood. Nobody does whatever. that. Like nobody really does that. Nobody. I don't think I've never done it. But y'all wild boys. <laughs> but I just I don't think that kind of behavior is ever okay warranted or acceptable so i i i'm not even gonna bat for that lady because you shouldn't have done that maybe she was having a rough day whatever and i get it you get frustrated when you get fucking when you get uh what's the word get non-tipped tipped over no what's the word i was gonna say whatever yeah i i stiffed stiff thank you fuck me i couldn't think of it right it sucks when you get stiffed like it hurts Right. It really fucking hurts when you're working your ass off and she probably did what she could to get there as quick as possible. And she looks at it. It's like, damn, dude, I can stiff. What the fuck? Right. Like I had to drive from point A to point B. I don't know what the context of it is. I'm just adding shit in there. But yeah, it's like when you make a cocktail and you put your whole heart into it and then you look at it, it's like, really? Zero? Like, yeah, you're not going to go and just grab it, spit in it. I'm not going to do that. But I also... To add more context to it, probably for a DoorDash or picking up Popeyes, that's the equivalent of one of us making a Long Island. 
<laughs> like the person that orders a Long Island, I kind of hit him in my head. Like, you like one. motherfucker, you probably not going to tip me much of shit. We don't uh, know. That's fair. And, and also, I got a question too. Have you been? I got a question <laughs> as well. Like, have you have you been to the house before? Now, watching this video, <clears throat> and it it, it it makes me think about what uh what Nando had kind of talked about earlier. And this is my personal opinion on her. She need to be fired, straight up. I ain't got no <clears throat> tolerance for that. And and, and I'm and I'm gonna tell you why. You don't deserve shit. This is what we all decided to do for a living. You could, you, you, you get paid to be an Uber driver, a DoorDash person, a Uber Eats person. You get paid, period. Right. You get paid. Don't nobody owe you nothing. And that, that, that's just my standard on how I live life, period, bro. Besides your parents taking care of you, maybe, and putting you in school until you kind of get to be 18, don't nobody in this world owe you nothing. And then I'm going to tell you another thing, too, what it says a lot about me. I don't think it was no shame. You felt like a clown and you felt embarrassed. It wasn't no shame. Why wouldn't you take the money? Because your clown ass had left that stu- stupid little note up in there without thinking to yourself that potentially, baby, I might get a tip. I looked at it. That was a young woman. That was a young person. I don't know if she had been to the house before whatever. You don't deserve nothing. You don't deserve nothing. And you need to be fired. None, none of us, bro, we work, we all currently work in Los Angeles. I moved from a city where I never saw a paycheck with no money on it. Because we got paid two thirteen an hour. So all of our money was through tips. All of it. I had one paycheck in working at this premier steakhouse in, for th- four years. One, and that was my first one. Training, hours, etc. The rest were just about tips. We were 100% tip base. Mm-hmm. Rob, you don't deserve nothing. Especially not when I'm looking at that attitude. Why somebody owe you something? You're getting paid. Now, of course, is it the right thing to do? I'm not saying, of course. Somebody going out their way, somebody, depending on the time of night it is, all that is real and valid. Why would I pay you? Looking at your attitude like that, based on how you act and then you 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 told her oh, t- uh, 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 what, what did she say refusal or what was the word she's she like used? sorry I, she's like oh just it, keep she, that she keep used that, the yeah. word and, but but she was there's a note in there so you wanted to let the person know who's clearly a minimum of 20 years younger than you and you said it yourself that's not tax that's not nobody has to know about that you giving the person cash, she need to be fired, straight up. Like I'm not. That, yeah. That's just my personal opinion, dog. Yeah. Like I'm not with it, bro. Like you don't. Nobody deserves nothing. You don't deserve nothing. If you want to go get tip, then you go do something else. And guess what? Even if you're doing something else, there's the chance that you may not get tipped. I was talking about earlier how I didn't worked at the dives. I've been around top celebrities. Doing, I'm sure we all have doing catering events. And they're some of the worst because they're so used to getting things for free. True. So my thing is, is that that to me kind of seemed like, you, you know, now, now that is kind of, I'm going to be honest. I don't know how everybody else does. That seems to me to be like a little bit rare. 
Like I typically, I I don't know how often people are like tipping cash. She seemed to be yeah, like I'm, that. That seemed to be foreign to I her. I don't think like, that's common. Yeah. No, I, yeah. I I don't think it's common. Oh, okay. Like um, she, and, that, and, that seemed to be something yeah. that she felt like Nando was like, oh, she yeah. was and, trying and to act I, like. I want to say though, um, just for the audience, and and I'm not trying to correct. I'm just saying for the audience. Speak up, baby. Talk um, on. We, we were talking, baby. No, no, no. I'm just saying for one word, just for the audience, the way it may hit the ears. When he's saying that the person doesn't deserve anything, it's also it's just because you're saying you're not you're not entitled to anything. Correct. You don't get something just because you did something. You're not entitled to anything. Yeah. You know, that's why it's called a gratuity. Gratuity. Nando. Exactly. That's why it's called a gratuity. If you as good as you are, what you do. And I told you this. Yep. I know other people there. I'd met your GM. I know another bartender. Bro, you were a big part of that. And I didn't need, I've never asked you for nothing special. Like, man, Hey, can you, man, you ain't smiling or bro. Like I got some girls with me. Like, what's the deal? Like, no, entitlement right if you were to work a five-hour shift and not get one tip is that right absolutely not but are you entitled to it no so how do you go about getting that based on the job you're doing your customer service in the graciousness in the grace of people who decide to do that that's why even times bro where i can be frustrated I've had those $100 tabs. Rob, where somebody throw you a five cash until you appreciate it. Now, here's the deal, my brother. Don't come back to me. <laughs> Please don't. Don't come back. Because I'm, I'm a diabetic. I'm about to fight, fake a diabetic seizure. I'm not available. I'm in the back eating Skittles, supposedly. Drinking orange juice. Juice down for the count. Where's juice? Juice is out. <laughs> Juices on the juice. Juice is juice. Juice is juice. Juice is juice. Go to Nando. You got all the Aperol you want. Go to him. Oh, shit. But also at the same time, and this is the thing that I think about, people get it confused in this business. Number one, a lot of people who be getting upset about that, I'm going to be honest, I don't feel like they're the best at customer service. No, I don't. I see that. Between Rob, I'm gonna be honest. I stopped. I've been in this industry for a long time. I stopped worried about tips a long time ago. A long time ago. My personal opinion: I'm a believer of God. Whatever God blessed me to make that this day, that's what I was supposed to. I'm not. I don't know your situation. I don't know your knowledge. That's why y'all are doing a great podcast, helping to. You educate people. I don't know. I don't know your knowledge. I don't know how you grew up. Mm-hmm. I had to teach my dad these things. Same, my family too. Come on. Yeah. I had to teach my. My bad. Bro. Sorry, 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 sorry. My bad. Yeah, turn that thing around. <laughs> Thank you, P. Just put your. Just I, kick I tried me. to do it subtly. Just kick me in that Achilles tendon. <laughs> just kick me. But I had to teach my dad these things. Like man, like <laughs> he he didn't get it. Hey man, what what are they? I'm like, Dad, no, 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 no. There's factors to this. Your son does this for a living. Yeah. This is part of how I make my money. You don't know what's going on with the server. Now I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you the biggest point of concern. Is the person trying to act like they care? That's the biggest point. Hey, I have a complaint. This wasn't cooked right. What's going on? But sir, let me get on it. If I can't adhere to you or help you out, let me get somebody who can. Mm-hmm. That's what matters. You don't deserve nothing. Oh, excuse me. 
Not a, you're not, not entitled, entitled to, to nothing. Yeah. You could have made the you you could have made the most incredible whiskey sour. What your job description say? Make you, you a bartender. So if you made 500 drinks and it was just the wildest night in the world, because I know this is probably not going to happen to you, definitely not where you're at. But if you didn't get a tip for that day, what? what? And that's the thing I think a lot of people in the service industry forget too. What about the good days? See, we so used to, we, and, and it's our mentality. It's how we make money too. So we don't, that's why I've tried to do a better job of looking at a weekly and a monthly total for my money as opposed to a daily. I don't, I don't look at a daily. I don't look at a daily because a daily is not accurate in our business. We don't do what other people do. So you may make, man, it was a bad night. Like I made, you know, 135 or something like that. Then the next day, man, you had a hot Friday. Some people came in, some of your boys and somebody took care of you, man. Dude, I did 460. Yeah. Listen, you can't add it up like that. You know, that, 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 so for me, that's not a, like, what are you doing to, and of course, I've had the, I don't look at, I don't look at the tips. Everybody else, and I work with a lot of bartenders, love them, respect them. A lot of people, you know what I'm saying? I'm blessed to be able to be, having worked in this industry for a while, to be in a decent position, but I see so many people and they're never happy. It don't matter how much they make, no matter what they do, because they just in that mindset of like, the bartender mindset, like, did, I, did you deserve it? Because I see the way you be treating a lot of people. We're definitely not entitled to it, but I don't even yeah. know if you deserved it. I can say some people are like, they didn't treat you right. I, I don't even think you deserved it. Right. And they're mad. I'm like, what did you do? Or you get the people who think, well, the tab was this high, so I'm entitled to this much in tips that's not how it works no it's no. not just because someone spent two hundred dollars does not mean you deserve 20 those would sometimes th- those three shots of 42 you pour three shots yeah that does not mean you're entitled to what forty yeah. dollars in the tip yeah nah. but i'll be happy if I i'll get take it, it. <laughs> i will not want to deny it no, no, no. i remember you the next time yes. you come back i will take come you. back yeah but i also It'll have self-awareness to know like all right, man, I literally just did this yeah. three times. And it just this happens to be the price of the thing you ordered. Boom. So, yes. But but those are also the people. When they do it, they are the ones who understand. Mm-hmm. I'm next. Oh, yeah. Every time I come back, I'm next. Yeah. Yes, you, you are. Yes, you are. People that take care of you yes. Yes. understand that they're yeah. going to be taken yeah. care oh, of. You course. spend yes, $200. I had someone do this. They didn't do the I'm next. But they were buying rounds for the group that they were with, older gentlemen. At the end of the night, his tabs just under four. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we got the new fucking handhelds and shit. So I just put the handheld in it's front smooth. of him. And I was like, you know what? You go ahead and do whatever you feel <laughs> yeah. like you want the Lord do. tells you to do. <laughs> I'm gonna go stand. I'm gonna go stand. I'm gonna go stand over here. Like I handed him the bucket and just walked off. <laughs> let him. Let him speak I'm, to I'm you. It's a blind eye to me. Let but, him speak um, to you. Let him speak through you. <laughs> Why well, call the handheld a collection plate? That was, that was odd. That's weird. Uh, yeah, I, I handed it to him. I turned around. I came back. 
I know it was at least 20-something percent. Because he tipped us just under 100. Word. Through all of it. And then he came back like five minutes later and asked for a bid. I was like, oh, you got I it. got that. Yeah, yeah, no, you got that. <laughs> You got You've that. spent enough. Money. Yeah, you got yeah. That. because I, I, you know, luckily where I work, we have a we have a tab, tab that yeah. we're able to add drinks to, and nobody else had really taken care of me that night, so <laughs> nobody else got a free beer. You know what I mean? Like if you don't take care of me, you don't know if I have a a tab that I can actually put drinks on. Yeah. So while you're asking for make it strong, you should be like, all right, well, how about I take care of you? And then, if you can take care of me on the next one, you do. Right. Let, oh. let, let me ask you this, Nando. <laughs> let me ask you this. You, you just said something that maybe I say that. Mm-hmm. So when people, and I'm going to ask you, when people ask me to make it strong, I say, you, you take care of me, I take care of you. Mm. D- is that something that you say, or do nah. you wait to see how they, oh, no, I'm a how they act? Nah, I'm a dick. <laughs> Okay. When people say make it strong, I look at them and they're like, everything I make is strong. <laughs> Sometimes they go just like me and then I just walk off. <laughs> and then I just walk off and don't get the drink. Depending, yeah, right? yeah, depending on. Yeah. I think you went to the restroom. Like, just leave the bar. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's still walking. Where is he going? Yeah. So he goes to the front door to look for more customers. So aren't you still on the clock? Soft music starts playing and the lights <laughs> shut down. That's just leave. Everything I make is strong yeah, like me. What yeah. the fuck? What the fuck? What, what, the that mean? That, what else do you say to that? Anyone who says something that bullshit in right. response to what you said, yeah. no one's had a response yet. Never. Mm. Okay. Got you. Unplug and replug in. Yeah, buddy. Your microphone doesn't like it when you talk. Has been to put it back on them, mm. so it's like a tennis match. It's like put you it serve on. it, hit it back, and it's like why? Well, you know, and, and then it kind of confuses well, them because because now they're like, wait, right. why did I say that? What why? am I like? Look introspectively, like yes, why would I make it strong? We just met. I don't know you. You don't know me. Mm. What what grounds do I have to make it strong for you? Or they'll say, hey, can you hook it up? Are you gonna hook it up? Yeah, I because the bar that I work at, I get a little bit more leeway with that. Like gotcha. there's, a, I get a little bit more. Yeah, to, to be able to, you know, push back a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. not saying I'm gonna be an absolute asshole to them, but if you ask me for something, I'm gonna ask you back why or are you gonna hook it up or what's strong? Yes, yeah. Like I'll make it strong. Like oh, okay. Well, what's sure. what, what's strong for you? What is strong? Mm-hmm. Oh, I I don't know. All right, then shut right. the fuck up and let I'm me sure make the drink. I'm sure that's the most you, common answer. I do you know how know. much is going in here? Right. No? All right, shut the fuck up. Let me do my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to say that. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like when somebody asks for like a strong martini, it's like, what the fuck else can I put what in? What do you mean? <laughs> There's nothing else. This that's is like strong asking, as where's the nearest ATM machine? machine. Yeah. Right. Like, like, where's the nearest ATM machine? <laughs> <laughs> ATM machine? Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. Or uh, or ATMM. ATM machine. ATM <laughs> Just like in Spider-Man, he's like the M stands for machine. Why do people say ATM machine? The M stands for machine. ATM machine. Real talk. Real talk. But when people uh, when people say like, oh, make it stronger. Like, what's the strongest thing you have? One thing I took for him is like a shot. That's the strongest thing I have. Is it? an ounce and a half shot of whatever you want yeah there's no sugar there's no 
uh, citrus. There's no liqueur. It's straight through. There you go, mm-hmm. through and through. Mm-hmm. That works sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. they laugh. They get a kick out of it, or they'll kind of not roll their eyes, but then say, "I'll just have the margarita." Yeah. yeah okay. Mm-hmm. There you go. Just order or the Long want. Island. Just stop asking me. We said it, but stop asking me what I make good or what I make strong because you're not going to order it anyways. Right. Yeah. Just God. tell me what you want, and don't ask us to make it with love either. Because I don't even oh, know dude. you. Oh, I got to know you. Make it with love. Make it with love. Nigga, I don't know you. Yeah. Make it with love. You don't deserve my love. You. Yeah. 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 People deserve. Yeah. Yeah. You don't deserve my love. You're not entitled to my love. <laughs> what I, I do when they say make it with love, I give it hard eye contact. That's how I give my love. <laughs> That's how my love comes out. Hard oh eye God. contact. <laughs> you look at me until completion. Hey, Nando, I'm going to tell you. <laughs> That's deserving. I don't want the next one with love. I don't want to. I just want to. Just give me regular, no eye contact. Just make the next one with like. Can we actually turn the lights off? I just don't want to see anything while you're making this drink. It's it's like, Jesus Christ. I'm going to find a DJ booth while you prepare the drink. What the hell? But yeah, that's that's, kind of what I do when when those people come up is is the make it strong. It's put it back on them. Just put it back on them and. Make them answer their own questions to like, well, make it strong. Why? Or, and I'm gonna tell you another one. That, that I do. I say another one, but it's it, it's just a question. But I think it another answers, one. Another. Sorry, I couldn't help it. It answers. It answers a lot. Do you want a double? That's my go. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's the other one. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're make, oh, yeah. so we're making you it a double. The real. Yeah. yeah. You see the real then. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you want a double? Yeah. Oh. oh, oh. Uh, I didn't want to pay for uh, it. Not exactly. And that's when I'm like, oh, okay, you're just a cheap ass. Yeah. (laughs) That's that's something that happened to me over the New Year's weekend was a girl was asking me to make it strong or whatever. And I was like, do you want a double? Oh, well, do I have to pay for it? Yes. (laughs) Yes. You just asked me. You didn't tip me on the last round. So absolutely you have to pay for it. At, at the at the least, you have to pay for it. I, that's that's my job. But wait a minute, why would you order a drink and then ask for a second drink? It's not buy one get one. <laughs> 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 make me a single. Okay, make me a double. You want to pay right. for a double? Nah. No. Right. Then it sounds like you, you just, just want oh, a single. Yeah. I'm sorry that. In the menu, does it say? Sorry, did, there's no. Do we have a buy one? Is this a bogo day? Is there a ring on my finger? It sounds like it's a fuck? single. <laughs> Is this the semi-annual sale on cocktails? Right. I don't understand. Oh what is going God. on here? 100%. Yeah, but that's... I didn't know we were struggling that much where we're giving out buy one, get one. Right. Yeah. I yeah. thought we were doing okay in this right. establishment. And I'm going to be honest. I'm not sure you guys experience. Maybe it differs from mine. Those are typically the people that are not taking care of you well as far as mm. gratuity or tip is concerned. Mm. And she did not. And she did not. I heard you say it from the first one. Yeah. I heard you say on the first one. Mm-hmm. She didn't tip you on the first one. Mm-hmm. My experience, those are typically not the people who are taking care of you. Because they're already looking for shortcuts 100%. to more alcohol. And just like, just pay for what you want. If you want more alcohol, pay for more alcohol. Cool. Done. You don't even have to ask me to give it with love, make it stronger, or take care. Like, no. Ask for me what you want, and I will get it for you. Absolutely. And the people that ask for doubles still tip. Not yeah. not saying they it's great or bad, but the people that ask for doubles 
Yeah. Even if it's yeah. the bare fucking minimum. Mm-hmm. Because they know I want double this so I don't have to come back. Right. Or that is frequent. Right. And then here's the two, five, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever it is. So the people that ask for doubles tip because they know what they want. They know what they're getting. They're adults. They've been in a bar. Whatever factor it is. Yeah. So. And I think that's the thing. The cheap too. passes, like you said. You make, you yeah. make a great point. From a bartender perspective, you just let me know how much drinking knowledge you have. Like, seriously, we see that like we see that when, when people talk to me like that, I'm just like, yeah, I'm like when people talk to me like that, I'm just kind of like you're already kind of like letting me know where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. You're not an experienced drinker. Chances are you're, you're probably not, not going to like really tip and you're not an experienced tipper. Correct. <laughs> Correct. I'm just going to be honest. Yeah. When we when we hear that, when we hear that at the bar for somebody you don't know, and that's the reality. Somebody you know ain't going to ask you that. Yeah. Because y'all have a rapport based on, you know, so, hey, yeah. I take care of my bartender. He takes care of me. Like mm-hmm. That's the important part there, too. And again, we said it. It's the people that know you, that frequent your bar, that are regulars. They don't ask you to make it strong because no, they know never, never. You, they're going to get taken care of just like when they take care of you. They don't have to. You don't. If you again to answer some questions out there. How do I get stronger drinks from my bartender or from my bar? Become a regular or take care of them. It may not happen that day. Some way, somehow, we will find a way to take care of you. Even if it's not by a stronger drink, whether it's adding a discount, something, anything that we can do within our power, we will do it. Keyword is within our power. Yeah. That every place is the same. Some corporate places are a little bit more stricter. Yes. And, you know, more dive bar, mom and pop places little more leniency there but if it's in our power we will do something anything we can to take care of you that's within our power that's that's just what it is so answer that question again how do i get to this point that's how you do it never ever ever ask for a stronger drink because because just like you always said the people who ask for it the people talk about it the people demand it like that are usually the people who don't take care of the people on the other side. Yeah. So Try to get as much as possible for as little as possible. Exactly. Fernando. So with that being said, treat it like anal. If you're having to ask for it like that, that means you ain't that good at it. <laughs> It'll get offered if we think you can handle it. That's oh. true. People that ask for anal kind of usually know what exactly they want. That's no, fair. the ones who really demand it are never really that good at it. Uh, you yeah. know? I don't know if I want to hit the bell. (laughs) I saw your finger quivering. I saw your finger quivering, Pete, up there. He was about to. Do I condone this? I don't know know if I I, I can co sign it, but I don't know if I wanted to ding that for him. So I can co sign it, but I don't know if I want to. He's like, I've never had to ask. (laughs) I'm a good tipper. I've never had to ask. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god! No, but I, bet you, so- I bet you, I bet you, the guests out there will remember that shit. Now I was like, oh well, treat it like anal. This is like treat anal, right? Yeah, exactly. Like 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 I should not ask for it stronger if I'm not ready for. If you're not ready for it. If you're not ready. So for that's that's the lesson here: is asking for tr- stronger drinks is like asking for anal. Is that the lesson? Yes. Yeah, simple. You're yeah, usually not ready for it. Yeah. Never without permission. Yeah. You don't know what you want. Yeah. Yeah. Get experience. Yeah. Get experience. No, but that is the truth because usually the person that asks for it stronger is 
Not yeah, they're not usually ready for it. <laughs> what? Those yeah. are, am I lying, Bob? I'm just, saying, I'm just running people, it through in my head. Aren't those usually the sloppy ones that like yeah. come up to you later, like and cause a problem? Yes. For you? Yeah. Yeah. Are we still, wait, wait, wait. Are we talking about anal or drinks right now? Both. 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 Fucking both. Both. Both of them things. Both them things. Both them things. Both them things. Drinking and anal. <laughs> oh no! I was a little confused there. I like, love the confusion. Yeah, right, right, right. Both, both like, them. Like Jaloy said earlier, you gotta grab the Achilles, man. <laughs> oh no! Oh man! Too much. Both them. Those are those are the ones that I promise you are usually coming up to you, and as you say, you you had a great saying a little bit earlier within reason and, yeah. and I think that's a lot of things that people obviously we work in the business of we're serving spirits mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. lower people's inhibitions and a lot of people are not it, it, it depends you know what I'm saying depending on where you work at you can see a lot like a lot of regulars and stuff but even regulars there are some regulars who like they don't really know how to handle their liquor mm-hmm. you know so you see a lot of different sides of people when it comes to alcohol and so my thing is, is that it's like a lot of times I feel like those people are the ones who you had said within reason, like, I'm not going to fucking lose my job. So your non tipping ass can get sloppy drunk, you know, and you see that yeah. I feel like the people who are more kind of like. They're trying to th- focus on what they got to do after this, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to get home and do these different things. Right, right. Like we have serious Things that we have to think about, you know, as far as like, hey, you know, something bad happened. Somebody could try to mm-hmm. c- come back to your establishment and blame it on you. Like, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Then, then you just have the, just the element of just like, now somebody got to babysit your ass. Mm-hmm. Like now yep. you're just like, or as we know, those are typically the people that want to hang around you at the bar all night. Yeah, I don't want, uh, bro, I'm not trying to talk to your or lady. I'm not trying to talk to your like belligerently whatever looking for company time and attention self yeah, yeah. you know that, what i'm saying and that's, so, and that's male and female yeah you, you can male and female yeah, male and female you can male and female. you can have just as bad of a situation happen with a female guest with a male bartender or even a female bartender where they just have a little bit too much to drink get a little too sloppy mm-hmm. and now they are everyone's problem but they're specifically come yours because you're on. the one who served them yeah. come on and because you're the last sober thought they have. Mm. So now they've latched on to you, you like a fucking baby seal. Coming back to you. Like they imprint on us for some reason. Like yeah. I don't understand what it is with guests where when they get a certain server, bartender or whatever, and they just feel like I can't go to anyone else. They're the only, it's not a relationship. You can see other people. Dude. There are Dude. several here who know me better than you. And all you got to do is say my name and they will take care of you from there on. Yeah. Out. yeah. Totally fine. Dog, it happens. Like, we don't go together so much because <laughs> what happens is earlier on in the night, I'll be just touching the wood, just taking care of people that look like they need to be started, and I'll start people off. But then I rotate when it gets busy to main production where I'm making drinks for the whole restaurant, and that one person will just keep on calling Rob. 
Rob, can you remake that shot you made for me? I can make that shot. I made that shot on a whim. I don't even remember what I put in there. Yeah. And now they want me to remake it. And I'm like, but I'm making drinks. Like, clearly, I am making drinks for the entire rest of the restaurant. That lack of self-awareness we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. And I, and literally, there were three bartenders standing between me and them. And they just really want me to come back over there and touch base with them. And I'm just like... All of us have the same potential for making your drink. If it is that one specific shot that I made for you, I can give the specs to someone else. But Mm -hmm. we all and my place is pulling tips, too. So it's really not even that situation I can get if it's like where you want to make sure that I get the tip and I continue to service you. But it's not that it's like we all are pulling tips. We all can you know, make drinks for you and they just really latch on to you and imprint what, what on you. What places out there still do tips by individual one behind a bar? I don't know. I understand it at a table because you're the server. Sure. And you could either be the individual server or maybe part of a team. But when it comes to a bar, I've I've been doing this for ten years. I've never worked behind a bar where you got paid your tips and I only got paid mine. Now at my redacted location, <laughs> we we do that, Nando. Now, really? absolutely. Now, wow. I think that that has to do with, and I just, pr- probably my last restaurant was maybe, it was, it, 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 uh, it was a place in DTLA that actually, first place I've ever worked at that shut down. Um. Great parent company that had a lot of successful. They didn't seem to care too much about us. You know what I'm saying? So the place wound up shutting down. And I could kind of see some of the signs as far as I'd never worked at a place that like, I knew, I knew a lot of people in the industry like, man, oh, snap. I went there and the doors were closed and my check was in the mail. First place I've ever worked at that, hey, got shut down. Here's your last check. Boop. Take care. Mm-hmm. So I work at a high volume kind of place. And we don't do that. So, but I've noticed because obviously I have a lot of, you know, people like yourselves who I know and stuff like that, that that seems to be the deal. Mm. Pool tips. That seems to be the deal. Uh, It seems to be the pool tips, Rob, or the bartenders at least have at their discretion what they want to do. And I feel like, because I was was working at a nightclub in Glendale and we would just basically like, hey, what do we want to do? Mm. So I feel like with it left at our discretion and with them being like a gentleman and a lady who I both had a great rapport with, let's share. Let's share. We're all working together. We're busy. Boop, 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 boop. Let's share. Mm. Um, where, where I've been at for the past six, seven years, we, we don't, we don't pull tips. And the, I, but I feel like with like with what you're saying though, I feel like that's the norm now. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's the norm. Yeah, I mean, it has been for me. I feel like that's the norm. Even when I was working at that premier steakhouse before I left Atlanta, we we did not pull tips. Wait, so you just get your section of the bar and whoever sits there. You talking about currently or in the currently? So currently, you have you got your line. Okay, you got the people that come in front of you, Rob. Like I have my own number that I put into the system. It has a recording of all of my gross sales. As a recording of my tips, I keep so, all cash. So you're not you're not sharing a POS. You're not sharing a station. No. It's all you. Oh. No. Okay. And see, that, and, and see what you're saying. Okay. See, that's a great point. See, there's no nobody's getting on my and that's a great point. Nobody's yeah. getting on my computer. Not yeah. Oh, it's it's okay. your computer. That like 
if I leave the computer, nobody's using it. Oh. Okay. So wow. we don't we don't we don't do that at this particular location. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> see, and even like I said. Cause I like, like, like definitely, but I, I feel like that's kind of like, I don't, I don't know if that's just a, maybe I was kind of on, you say industry thing, period. But, um, like, like, and let me ask you this for guys that that's the deal. And I know I've, I've been to, got to talk to P I, I haven't been to his spot, but I've been to both of y'all's mm-hmm. places, quality places, both of them. And seem to be some other people there who kind of know what they're doing. Do y'all do you favor it or not? And I don't want to go off on a tangent, but I'm just curious oh, because no, I, I'm not in that element. I can say for do you me, favor it or do you I feel like it would me, be better it, the other way or it depends on where you are. Okay. Um, even though it's all I've really known, I have worked at places where, yeah, I wish it would have just been me mm-hmm. because I rang in twice as much as anybody else. Right. Yeah. So it's like knowing how much money I brought in, but bringing in half of that in tips based off of seniority and the situation and things like that. Those are times where, yeah, I'd like for my number to just be me, my POS to just be me. But when it's shared POSs, when it's shared bar and everything like that, then I'm totally fine with just, hey, as long as you pull your weight and I pull mine and we're both trusting each other, then I don't, I don't mind sharing the tips. Got you. The, the problem where I have with sharing the tips is when I'm not sharing the, I'm not right. sharing the labor. Correct. Yeah. But I just haven't, I've only been in that situation really once, but, and, and it wasn't because those people weren't pulling their weight or doing their job per se. They just weren't doing as much as I was yet. Management put me lower than them. I mm, came in hours you. after them. I didn't get the preferable shifts they got a bigger pot piece of the pie because they worked there longer. But even in me being there half the amount of time that day, I ring in more. Than mm. <clears throat> Those got are the times. Got you. Got you. So, okay. Got, I, so what's it's kind of, yeah. Hey, what's your situation? Is it a pool? Oh, uh, we, we pool. Okay. And I share the same sentiment because where I work at, it's like the service well, the busier one. And then the one to the left of me is not as busy, but that's because my, my well's here. And then the front entrance is right there. So people come through, they either go to the patio or they come right through here. And that's where the bathrooms are too, next to me. All the traffic is right here. So naturally people come to this one. So yeah, when I see the report, I'm like, damn, that's like $395, $400, whatever. It's like, that'd be cool. But I also just, I've never been in a situation where it was, you make based off of like what you input. And I also just look at it as like, well, we're all in this together. So everybody eats. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I work in a place where everybody also just pulls their own weight. Dude, nobody, it doesn't ever feel like I'm doing more work than the other person. I work on that the busier well because I like to be busier. I don't like working on the other one because it's like I have to hurt everybody that way. And sometimes, yeah, when it's like a little too busy for me, I'll just wait people down like, yo, go over there. That bar's open. Like everybody mm-hmm. move this way. Yeah. So that way, you know, it's not just like crowded right there. So I do what I can to make sure that, you know, that outside bar gets some business too. Right. So I, I just, Show I like, wealth. yeah, I just like working at that well because I like being busy. Mm-hmm. But, and I know that I can pump out drinks faster. That doesn't mean I'm better, mm-hmm. a better bartender. It just means I know I'm a little bit quicker than some of my coworkers. Mm-hmm. So let me work on this one because it'll just be better for everybody. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, I, 
I don't mind pooling because again, that's that's all I've ever known. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it would be nice to look at that four hundred and take that home to myself. Right. But mm-hmm. you know, I work at a place everybody pulls their weight, so everybody eats. Well, that's I mean that's a great thing. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like if everybody pulling their own weight, and that's what I asked. Like that, like like me, I haven't really had that situation. You know what I'm saying? And I think it was just <clears throat> the time that I kind of. I probably would be in it if I was, you know, probably still doing, you know, the nightclubs and may- maybe like more restaurant because I feel like that's where the majority of venues like that are kind of going towards. Yeah. You know, like I feel like because it's absolutely easier for the company. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. absolutely easier for the company. And if you're working at a premier quality location where you can count on the majority of your coworkers to be doing their job, then. You know, it sounds like it's something that's like, you know, not really like a big or a feasible deal. But where, where I work at, it's you, you take you take care of the people who are in front of you. And um, Man, that sounds yeah. like heaven for us. Yeah, <laughs> that's, <laughs> all, that's yeah. all I have to do. That's cool. Right. The, the way that our works, it it does work better for pool just because like, for instance, like I said, well, my job usually when I come in as like a bar captain or whatever is that I set up the roles for the night and then I kind of break people too throughout the night. So I'll, I might start out on production, but then that person on this side of the wood goes on break. So now I'm moving over here and taking care of these guests. And then as this person goes on break, then I'm going to move over here. And so I'm, I'm talking to all the guests. I'm talking to all sides and doing a lot of different jobs throughout yeah. the night. And so with that, it helps the flow of things so that I can get people where they need to be for where they're going to be for the whole night. And with that, it's better for pool tips. Do I feel like I could just set up on this side and work this by myself and be cool and don't worry about nothing else? I definitely feel like I can. Mm-hmm. I don't think everyone at the bar is equipped right now to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. And so it's better for pooling because even even though if this one person over here, let's say they do have a couple regulars over here on this side of the bar that they're taking care of, they're able to spend more time talking to them because I'm over here making drinks for the rest of the restaurant or this other person is going to get bottles and, and whatnot. So I, it does feel like our whole team um, works in such a way to keep the flow going so that you can be over here putting in that extra rapport to get a bigger tip from somebody. And so we should all be able to share in on that, even though, yes, they are giving that tip to you or for your particular service. Right. It's our team that allows you that freedom to be able to go there and put in that time with that person. That's kind of what it's felt like. And we've gotten mad because we found out after the fact that some people would be like, oh, no, 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 no. Don't give the tip here. Actually, why don't you Venmo me the tip mm. or cash app the oh, tip. Or that. throw some cash that or they were not ca- including in the pot. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah, exactly. We found out about that. And it's just mm-hmm. like, motherfucker, you, you, you know you're not that good of a bartender. I Correct. made the drinks for them, actually. Yeah. Right. So that while you're talking to them, you told me the drink order and I made the drinks that they're enjoying so that you can continue talking to them. And like, if we're, we have this whole team flow going so that you can do that and you're not even giving us any of the tip like yeah. bro now we got right, a problem exactly. um so that's kind of how ours is set up but yes i i would love to work at a place where i could just focus on me and get in mind but I, then i would get con- competitive too yeah. i feel like i would at that point be like no 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 they saw me first they were looking at me first i'm already started talking to them. well let me tell you wait hold on hold on hold on, hold on hold on hold <laughs> on so you're mad that they didn't give you the tip <laughs> it's just 
I knew, I knew. Go ahead. He, he was waiting. He was waiting. Nah, no, <laughs> no, it just sounds like well, he did. Like, it sounds yeah. like he did more for the tip, but he got less. <laughs> right? he got yes. Less than me. Yes. Yeah, I, don't I don't know about you, but if I'm working on that tip, I'm working on that tip. I'm not getting tip. And I'm not getting that tip. Yo, you better suck at yourself next time. Shit. What the fuck? Somebody gotta come. Somebody. 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 You walk over. You walk over to them. You like look. You did the motion. That's I was You just made out with these bitches. Come on, man. What are you doing? Oh, you did not just wipe your mouth, bro. That <laughs> yeah, shit was wild. Really <laughs> <laughs> the tip. Let me see you produce. Because you ain't production, production <laughs> nothing this whole year. Rob pulled his tip out. Rob pulled his tip out. Oh, shit. Shut the bar down. We got to sanitize. tips. That's crazy. I've never seen that before. Rob pulled his wood out on the wood. Shit. on the wood. Shut the bar down. There's wood on the wood. Yo. But but I, I can definitely say what you're saying from that aspect of like, it's absolutely competitive. I, I and imagine. I hate that. Like, like me, I don't, I don't care. Like, nigga, don't come to me at... What did you make? Like, like bro, I, oh, I yeah, despise no. those like type of people. Like, yeah. I don't care what you made. Mm-hmm. I'm just worried about me. Yeah. So the people who are like, and I've t- kind of told you about that. Like, I have some people who are like, they're just always upset. Never happy. I-, I I remember working like a crazy event, like seventy thousand people. Like, and this person is like complaining. It was a busy event. This person is complaining about like making like thirteen hundred dollars. And I'm like, in a night. I- I'm like, sweetheart, you got to go head from around me with that type of conversation. <laughs> yeah. Like that, 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 that's, that's four vials of insulin. I'm a diabetic. That's four vials of insulin for me. Yeah. I can't understand Not you bringing health care into it. You're dang right. Biden? <laughs> send this to Biden. That's eight vials of insulin. What you talking about? Eight vials of insulin, two packs of syringes. <laughs> talking about you. I'm like, what? Like, how are you mad? And that's the thing, like, with the, I think that pooling does eliminate yeah. yeah, some of that foolish competitiveness. Yeah. Now, me personally, I'm thankful because I don't care. Like, I ain't in no competition. I'm in competition with myself. Like, God bless me to be able to put pay my rent, do do the extracurriculars I like to do, take care of my family, put gas in my car, do do what I need. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Allow me to be able to save a little bit, invest. You know, put that towards some of my dreams and goals and aspirations. Cool. But all that, like. And I feel that's a bad thing, honestly, man. Like, a lot of bartenders, I'm going to be honest, I just feel they're unhappy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're unhappy. Like, Absolutely. and it's like, and that, 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 that's, I don't want to get off. Not yeah. a, like, that's a, that's a different conversation for the industry. Oh, it actually kind of leads us into our last video, so keep okay. going. Okay, I, okay. Yeah. I, but I feel like a lot, bro, it's like, I'm like, how are you always, no matter what mm-hmm. you make, you're, like some of the complaints you were talking about, I'm like, man, I'm, I'm like, how are you always angry? Yeah. This is crazy to me. Like, you know, so for me, I'm just like, bro, th- th- that's the thing for me. And like I said, I stopped worrying about, it was a, it was a turning point in my life when I stopped worrying about tips. I do my job. I handle it to the best of my ability. Of course, I've observed the, 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 the older cats. You know, the other professionals, whether they be male, female, how can I learn? How can I make more money? 
Sure, of course. But what I make is what I make. Mm-hmm. I go home with that. Cool. And we, we, we go to tomorrow. There are so many people that I feel like they're, 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 they're just, it's never enough. Mm-hmm. In our industry, like I said, man, the way that we, you know, we have to literally be physically exerting labor to make our money. We got to be punched. We got to punch that clock. Yeah. We got to clock in. We, we, we're not yet at a place where, and hopefully God say the same, we will be. But we're not yet at a place where we're sleeping and we're making the majority of our money right now. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like you kind of got to be involved. You kind of got to be punched in. You know what I'm saying? To make that money. And there are just certain people like, I'm just so thankful that, and I used to worry about it. Don't get me wrong. Like I used to, oh my God. And what, what, what how, how much did, and I never was into other people's business, but I was like curious, like how did, they do, you know what I'm saying? But it's wild to me, this industry. And I think that there's a lot of, you know, obviously you can, when you're making that type of money, especially back when cash was more prevalent, mm. that shit then switched up after the pandemic. Like, especially when cash was more prevalent, when they, uh, nigga, I just made 400, uh, made five, I made 450 today. Well, fuck, nigga, we going, what after hours we going to? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because guess what? There's a strong chance I'm gonna make it back tomorrow. Now it's like, hey, you know, I'm at a part of a point in my life where it's like, bro, you you're pretty much waiting on your money every two weeks. I wasn't used to that when I first got into the hospitality industry. It was like, boo, man, you made two fifteen or two seventy five. Like, you know, I got a little bread in my pocket tonight. You know what I'm saying? And we'll see what happens tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So for me, and like I said, I don't know what you were kind of like leading into, but that's a th- that's a thing for me, man. I kind of try to. You know, I, I, I agree with Rob that I haven't really been very prevalent in the pooling area, but I think it definitely probably helps eliminate a lot of the fuckery yeah. and the foolishness and the competitiveness, you know? Yeah. I didn't expect everyone to look at me right oh, after. Oh, yeah. Waiting. So competitiveness, I was, I was, that sucks I was in the industry. I set up the video oh, and then everybody looked at me. Maybe we should stop being like, competitive oh, and sad Speaking and of depressed. competitive, God uh, damn. Speaking of... <laughs> Of sad and mad bartenders. Boy, do we have a video for you guys. Boy, do we. Boy. So this one's a short one. Hold on to your butts. (laughs) This was a short one, but it's one that we've we've all been in before. And uh, the reason why I feel like this ties into what we were just talking about, I will cover afterwards. Yes. Absolutely. Speaking of fooling, yes. We have all absolutely based on your reactions, yeah. we've all been that person yeah. who everything was slow. Everything seems calm. You know what? We just need and two in, people. And then your coworker goes on break, or God forbid, you cut somebody. Yeah. Oh my God. And then next thing you know, all fucking hell breaks. What it's your doing on the cut? That's the worst. Yeah. <laughs> you go. I'm good. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Because oh anytime I've gone on break and came back, it's like, oh, it's so slow. But the moment somebody else goes on break or puts in food and then they go, it's like, okay. Here we go. Everybody strap in. It's, it's like I feel like uh, like one of those Spartans in 300 just waiting. It's like hold the line, and I'm the only one yeah. there. Give them nothing. Oh, yeah. Take that from them everything. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah. I, or 
that's the where you actually did something. The thing that I think happens to me again on production is when like you just kind of like, oh man, I just got finished done with those tickets. Cool. You turn around. And literally, the bar is full, but none of your other bartenders happen to be there. Like, yeah. they all are checking on food. This one went to the bathroom. Oh, this one went on a 10. And so it's just you and everybody at the bar needs something. Excuse yeah. me, Rob, when you're saying yeah. production, you talking about service well? Yeah, the service okay. well. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So okay. service well. So, like, I'm just dealing with all the tickets for the whole restaurant gotcha. and making those drinks. And yeah. so with that, I've tuned my mind out for what's actually going on at the actual bar top. Yeah. And so then I'll... Anytime I get done with tickets, I'll take a minute and be like, all right, cool. Let me see how I can help out everybody else. Maybe I can refill the water. Let me, whatever. And then you turn around and like, there's no other bartenders there. <laughs> and like, where the fuck did all y'all go at once? That's and wait. when you say you feel good too. Yeah. You didn't, you didn't finish them 12 drinks. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, mm, they're there. Someone's going to pick those up. Let me see. What does anybody need? Hell, everybody's gone and everyone needs something right the fuck now. And, That's and, crazy. And we want to order food too, sir. Yeah. Like, oh, damn it. Yeah, and nobody's to be found. And they got a thousand questions <laughs> yes. about everything. So we were looking at this Cobb salad. What all is in it? <laughs> Where's the Cobb? So <laughs> if you Cobb in your salad, if you use your fucking eyes, God, use your fucking eyes and read. It'll tell you the ingredients. <laughs> yeah, every time. Every time. That's too wild. Yeah, last last week, uh, one of uh, the bar actually two of the bartenders went. It was uh, like last Friday. And so one bartender was already on break and then I get there and then the other one goes on break. And then right as they clock out and turn, six people walk in all at once, <laughs> which is not a lot of people. Right. But, but all uh, at once. Yeah. When you're by yourself, it's just a lot more than you were expecting, especially when the whole reason they went on break is because there was nothing else going on. Yeah. You know, you think you're comfortable. You think you're good. Next thing you know, you hear that we gotta talk. <laughs> like, fuck now. What the fuck did I do? <laughs> That's how it feels. Like you feel like you're in trouble because yeah. you know if you don't keep up, like everyone's gonna be looking at you like, mm-hmm. oh, you're a shitty bartender. Yeah. Why the or you hear, oh, why do they only got one of you on? Well, everyone's on break. Right. You yeah. just have to show up with everyone else. I'm not yeah. that bad. Why is it what's right. going on? Why is there only Yeah? Oh man, there's only one of you? Well, normally that's all we need, right? <laughs> Sorry, but about five of y'all came in at once. Right. Give me a second, yeah. and don't talk that shit. And when I come to you, you don't know what you want, or you, you know what I mean? Or they be like, "Wait, where's, where's the, the menu?" menu? <laughs> Yo, you waited five you minutes look down at that motherfucking QR code. <laughs> you waited five it, it minutes. It is twenty twenty four. Yeah, right. As I've said before, if you're out in public, is out in the wilderness, and you see a random QR code. Don't scan it. If you are in a fucking restaurant (laughs) and there is a goddamn QR code at your table, just fucking scan that shit. Give it a try. Yeah, just see what happens. Maybe it's a coupon. (laughs) I don't fucking know. It's a what? It's a coupon. Coupon. I don't know. Why? Okay, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. Well, it's why. Let me say it the way I want to right. say it. I just want to make sure. The Accente. It's a goddamn coupon. Scan that shit. All right. All right. Don't wait five minutes to be like, do you got a menu? Take your fat ass elbow <laughs> off of it and you'd fucking see it. It's the worst. It. Yeah. I've been seeing you. 
I've been seeing a lot of pushback on the QR codes online Why? too. I, if you're already on your fucking there's, phone, there's honestly no valid reason why there's all this hate and pushback for it. People are just like, "Oh, I prefer paper money." Blah 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 blah. It's like you, you, we all have a smartphone. You're Everybody on your phone it. to complain. You're, you're on your phone anyways. It's right. There's no legitimate complaint for a QR code. It's convenient. I've seen some say like, "Well, I don't have service. The Wi-Fi sucks." Blah 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 blah. This and that. It, it, it's gonna get the job done. You'll be able to to scan it. I get it sometimes. Service, uh, not ser- like your phone service, yeah. and I work. But as for the Wi-Fi, or if a place has a QR code, they should have free Wi-Fi, just in case your phone service sucks. Yeah. And it's really not that bad. It get, it'll get the job done to open up the browser to scan the menu. Now, the event that it doesn't work, a different. That's a whole different thing. But yeah. a lot of people's reasoning is like sell your service or wi-fi service or they say their battery's dead and i'm like so why are you here <laughs> I, I ain't gonna lie though and even though we in this industry i like that paper menu i ain't gonna lie people. Wow. I, I, I ain't gonna lie i'm one of them ones <laughs> you pull out, <laughs> do you pull out your reading glasses menu, nigga. You, you know pull out oh, your reading my, glasses my <laughs> I saw I saw a meme uh, that it's like, like you know you know the meme where the like the two hands come together and they like like, like two yeah. big ass yeah, biceps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, from the predator. predator yeah, yeah, yeah. You know that meme? It was like boomers, millennials. <laughs> God, hating damn, QR codes. Credit. I just feel like a boomer when you didn't know <laughs> yeah. the predator. Yeah. I knew what it was. Biceps. I knew what it was. That's Carl Weathers and Arnold. Put some respect on their names. But that was the meme. Original Salt and Pepper. It was a. Uh, it was boomers and millennials agreeing that they hate QR codes, and I'm like, ah, that's not me. I don't hate them. Don't put. Don't I don't. Put. I don't hate them, but I just personally, and I honestly would probably have to like seriously. I may roll up tonight and think about why do you not. Why do you prefer <laughs> the paper menu? I'm like, it's just, I, I really I do it. question why you like it. I, d- I would have to, like, for me, and, and obviously, you know, I I got an iPhone. I mm-hmm. pay my bill most mm-hmm. most times on time. Like, you know, uh, it, it may be just being from, like, a little bit of a different generation, like what you're used to, familiarity. Well, I'm from there, too. I still I prefer a QR I don't code. Know, you prefer no, a QR code? No. I still prefer a QR code. I, I do not like paper, but I fully Why? accept the QR code. I'm like you. I, I like I looking need, at a menu. I like I think it's interesting what font you chose. I, I you I can like still the paper. see that from I the like QR the paper. Code. I like the touch. I like the you the, know turn the paper it over. menu is on the online nine yeah. times out of ten. This ain't American Psycho. You don't have to feel <laughs> yeah. it. I like the like, oh, I like the, this I like the paper. Now here's I the like thing. The While I prefer a paper menu for myself. I do get annoyed with menus with guests because guests will literally put their fucking glass on it and leave rings or eat on top of it and all this shit. And then I'm constantly asking them, hey, can I get that out of your way? Because you clearly don't respect it. No, we're going to hold on to it because we might order something else. Right, if you're going to hold on to it, move it out of the way of what you're drinking and eating. Oh, but there's nowhere to put it. That's where I was going to take it from you. (laughs) Yeah, no, that shit pisses me off. You know what would solve all that? QR a QR codes. code. I understand, <laughs> but I'm talking about me versus. I'm yes. talking about you too. <laughs> I never. Oh no, oh, I, treat, we can eliminate I treat menus with the utmost respect. <laughs> I give it back as soon as I'm well, done. I'm saying, I ain't talking about y'all and y'all yeah. friends. Yeah. I'm talking about me. <laughs> me. I give it back as soon as I'm done, but I just like a. Oh, this is nice. This is really. Oh wow, you guys. What is this? 
parchment paper? Wow, parchment. this is really Egyptian. Cool. Is real Egyptian cotton? cotton. I enjoy that. This is real. Y'all put some real. Y'all put some time into this. Is that Algerian font? They use Comic Sans. I all use Helvetica. Oh, yeah. 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 Binder sometimes. Nah, too. fuck the binders. <laughs> Don't see you get me wistful over here. Man. You get me wistful. Over here, right? a, restaur- a restaurant is not a place for paperwork. But now I'm gonna tell you on. another thing. That QR code. I feel like people be wanting to share that hoe, bruh. What do you mean? Like with the QR code, like nobody. In my experience, people don't just get it on it on their own phone. I feel like when I'm out and I pull up the QR code, somebody's like leaning over like my shoulder. To like look at my oh, phone. Yeah. I feel like with the QR code, they want to look at the menu with you. Yes, that's weird. Maybe that's just me. My nah. girl don't even do that. Really? She you can just QR code. You can just airdrop. I got some. No, I, I need I to switch airdrop. Sounds like I gotta switch, to I gotta switch up the ladies I'm talking I'm to. I'm sorry. <laughs> I gotta the ladies I'm talking to. So yeah, yeah I airdropped that shit real quick. Nando told to? me this ain't normal. It's not. You should be able to look at the menu on your own. I don't like. I feel like people want to like. It gives them an excuse, in my personal opinion. At least my experience. So, like, I'm going to look on with you and what what they got. They're waiting for the notifications to pop up. <laughs> That's the thing. They're trying to see, oh, who else you texting? I can check a menu in confidence because ain't That's nobody texting me. That's slick. I love that shit. I can look at my menus in peace. I don't know about the rest of y'all, but I can look at my menu in peace. I'm sorry. Yeah. Give me a QR code. I'll take a QR, QR code. I'm sure not QR code. Get off my fucking phone. <laughs> Airdrop the link. I sent you a screenshot of the menu. Here you go. <laughs> Fuck off of my phone. I just don't see the point in like holding on to menus. Like, I gotta look up something else. I'll pull out my phone again. I'll scan the fucking QR code and I'll let you know. But holding on to a menu is like, just gotta let go. I like it. Though. Like holding on to old nudes. Let them go. Just delete them. Relationships old, old, old news or nudes? Old nudes. Oh, I Delete thought that's them. what you said. Let them go. Depends let them go. Let them go. Depends on the person. You gotta, nah, <laughs> let them go. That <laughs> menu, they've already changed <laughs> the menu. They've changed the menu. It's not on the menu anymore, <laughs> my friend. Let it go. Just let it go. <laughs> Yo, we ain't got the suck attach anymore. All right? There's no more passion for you. We do it with a cilantro. We do it with a cilantro. Cumin in the yo, like what the fuck? Robbie, are you looking at him like old headshots? Like, it doesn't look like that no more. Yeah, like, just, oh, man, the lighting on that day was good. That's a different hairstyle. Sometimes you just gotta reflect. He just sits in a corner booth looking at the menu, like, oh man, I remember last time I had this. No, we're talking about something else. Something different. Oh, you guys missed it. Oh, okay. Sorry, I missed that one. Yeah, I missed that one. But I do enjoy a good menu, a good right. paper menu. <laughs> so I wanted to ask you, but I think I know the answer based off of um, what we spoke on earlier before mm. we, I think we're close, right? Yeah. Uh, fire food or, I was gonna, <laughs> I knew you were going to do it and I was going to just try to blaze hey, past I will it. always get us to completion. <laughs> fire food or fire service? What you mean, Pete? What, do I, what, like, I, what, what, what matters more to you when you go out? Because remember we were talking earlier and you were saying you like to go out and have people take care of you and so. and you spoke on how like hmm. the the list in atlanta being the bottom exactly. but the food is immaculate service this and that so what do you prefer 
as far as like when you go out somewhere like if the food is good and the service wasn't so great it's like yeah but the food is fucking great or like all oh, the service was amazing food was eh but that service was still amazing service service 100% no it it, it ain't even really and it's not even real, like really close for me you know okay. like so what what it, what it is that we do what it is that we do especially in the city that we live in right mm-hmm. there are so many different options there's so many different options, P, for... I was joking around a little bit earlier about where you can go. It, it, f- fuck where you can go. Where you can go in downtown. Where right. you can go in downtown... Oh, oh, that's yours. Or, yeah. Where you can go in downtown LA for a great burrito. I told you about talking to you like your brother. Like, cool establishment. Love it a lot. Great cocktails. He does a great job. You know, like I, I don't even be, you know, but if I want a quality whiskey sour, bro, where can I go in this city? I can go anywhere I want to, mm-hmm. bruh. It's, it, it's about the type of man that I am and just like, I know what I'm bringing to the table, bro, for what it is my job that I do. I think I'm good at what I do. I know I'm fast and efficient, but pe- people mess with me because of how I deal with them. Mm-hmm. That's why they mess with me. Jaloy, because the reality is, is that in a weird way, even for the Robs of the world, and Rob was straight up and down, like, I'm not really, like, the biggest people person. Bro, this is a thing for a lot of people. Whether we want to be or not, we're therapists. Sometimes without even saying a goddamn word. It's just mm-hmm. that energy. Who, 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 who was it? Was it Nando? You were t- who was the guy? No, no, you were talking about the guy that comes in, gets the gin and tonic. Oh, that was, that was me. Him. Yeah, was it, no, no, excuse me. <clears throat> yeah. You Man, were talking about that. Come to, and he may. You ask them. He gets a drink. Yeah. And then you ask him, Rob. He may or may not want some food. Yeah. yeah. You feel like food today? <clears throat> he said the dude ain't even really talking. Yeah. It's true. It's just the vibe. Yeah. It's like, doesn't it's even the bar, eat. It's the yeah. vibe. Yeah. He might see somebody. He kind of interested in talking that, to having. Ex- yeah. Every once in a while. So it's in. And you help to allow that to. You facilitate that. Yeah. And I wanted to be as easy as possible for him. Mezcal drink, boom, it's waiting for Bro, you. I don't need to. I don't need to go like. Y- yes, I love food. You know what I'm saying? Like real talk, bro. Like I love food. You know, like. But it's it's customer service for me. Like that 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 that's my thing. Like, and I'm gonna be honest. A lot of my friends they get irritated with me, <laughs> straight up and down because they know me. They know I'll walk out. I don't need to cause no scene. I don't. I, I don't. I don't need. I don't need to. I, I, don't, I may not even need to speak to the manager, but like I'm, I'm telling you, a popular place I went to downtown, sat there for ten minutes. Now, we can, we can. I don't know. I'm not an assumer. I just go off of what I feel, and I go off the facts that are that that, that are there in front of me. I don't know why I sat there with a with a woman for ten minutes and nobody said nothing at a premier location where the bartenders are back there taking shots and stuff like that. I walked out. Now, what I did do this time, because I felt inclined, I hollered at the manager. I said, like, now they did. They sent me, like, a gift card and stuff like that. (laughs) It was funny. I wound up using the gift card later at a different location. There was no money on the gift card. Oh, what? So, I appreciate the manager. The manager wound up honoring it. Because I showed her the DM where we had been communicating through Instagram. Mm. I showed her the DM. I appreciate her. She wound up honoring it. But for me, bro, 
I don't play that. I work too hard, dog. I work too hard. And it's not even about how hard you work. There's a lot of people that work hard. It's just at this point in my life, what I feel inclined to accept and what I feel inclined not to accept. That's my decision. That's my prerogative. I'm not dealing with you. I, I ain't trying. You, you never going to catch me on TikTok trying to fight somebody or curse somebody out. It ain't worth all that to me. I can go somewhere else. But I'm not dealing with it, bro. Like, my friend knew he was mad. Like, one time we, we had left, like, he was like, damn it, Juice. Like, you don't just walk a you damn right out, dude, because I didn't done this. I didn't done this for 10, 15. Like, you can't, there's nothing you can tell me about what you're feeling or going through that I haven't been through. As, as a hospitality worker, I've been a busser, I've been a server. I didn't helped out in the dish pit before, if need be. Bartender, supervisor, key holder, man. There's nothing you can tell me. No job that I haven't. So anything that you think you dealing with or you mad about, I didn't dealt with it. So for me, and it's not even all things as I told you. I always give that, you, you know, maybe somebody's going through something. Maybe my order isn't coming out because the server put it in, but the kitchen fucking around. They outside in the cooler smoking a cigarette. They on the weed pen. I know what be going on, but it's the totality of the situation. For me, 100% customer service. I can get a decent piece of chicken, a sandwich, wings, ramen, chicken fried rice, 50 hibachi spots, 50 burritos, 50 taco spots. I'm going to tell you right now, that lady, that lady on the taco cart who's smiling at me and taking care of me, and even if she's busy, sweetheart, give me a second or something like that, and I, I'm going to take care of you. Yeah. The life is short. That's what I'm about. And that's my, me personally. I would rather bless you. I'm not giving you your, I'm not giving you my money if you don't respect me. And uh, respect okay. to me is greeting someone. Hey, what's it, you know how easy it is to say, hey, what's up? Give me a second. That's all you got to do. Very easy. Hey, hey, my brother, I'm busy. You can scan the QR code. I'll be with you. We kind of busy, right? Give me a few. Boop, two waters, bow. Customer service. 100%. Okay. Go. All right. That's just me. All right. You want to address the whiteboard? Yes. Uh, so the whiteboard this week says uh, it would be better off managing a McDonald's. That was sent to me uh, last fall when uh, our bar manager position opened up. But okay. Uh, but uh, when the bar manager position opened up. Hilarious. Was it two managers later? Or three? Last fall. I don't want to count. Okay. Oh, hilarious. But uh, one of the people that applied for it was uh, someone that me and several other bartenders know in the area and uh, a couple of us were talking about at the time and this is not just people I work with these were other bartenders who happened to be hanging out at the bar and when they heard the name they're like shit you'd be better off managing a McDonald's and I was like god damn well I guess he's not gonna work here (laughs) (laughs) that's crazy yeah no no shade to anybody who manages a McDonald's but it's different than managing a bar for sure absolutely for sure yeah 100% yeah. yeah. So uh, let us know, you know, like who you are us. Let, and let everyone else right know. who you are and uh, what do you do? Let us know everything we were supposed to ask you in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I try, I try yeah. to segue. <laughs> so, 
It's cool, right? <laughs> one, one time I was just like, yeah, so how did you get into the restaurant? No, he was you, like, no, you I said, got You said you were going to ask I that. I did. I had already we, started. Yeah, then we went, yeah. yeah. So how about you listen, do at I the end what we should have done at the beginning? <laughs> Look, it's, well, well, and first and foremost, first of all, I appreciate y'all. I Thank appreciate you, you coming know, on. Uh, yeah, Nando told me about this, and thank you for coming. I kind of started following and stuff like that. I think it's great what y'all are doing. So I, I truly appreciate the opportunity. It's been it's been a great conversation. So it's funny we yeah. didn't get to that, <laughs> but you know the conversation was great. So, but obviously, besides doing hospitality, man, I do comedy. Um, so I have my own comedy show uh, that you've actually been to, mm-hmm. uh, continuing to grow that. I was I got called a lesbian. <laughs> 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 By a lesbian, remember? I remember. Remember that? I remember. I remember. That shit was fucking hilarious. (laughs) When he's done, I'll 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 retell the story for everybody else because that shit was fucking hilarious. Ashley a fool. What do you do? I banned her from the show after I laughed in the back. (laughs) (laughs) That's my friend. Girl, you a fool. You a fool. That's my boy now. What do you uh, What do you do comedy at? And. I mean, all over L.A., okay. um, I've performed. I've had the opportunity to perform at The Dime, The Comedy Store, uh, Comedy Chateau, et cetera, et cetera. But I, I'm big on uh, entrepreneurship, okay. especially as a black male. Like, me moving from Atlanta, me being from Houston, um, when you're in the South, that's why a lot of people want to be out here. Mm-hmm. You don't have all, you know, some of the opportunities and the different things like that. So a lot of people out there, is, is entrepreneurship. So for me... Just being able to kind of see the way that a lot of people in the route that they took and some of the different things that they felt inclined that they had to do or how they had to act, I wasn't about it. I wasn't about it. So I think one of the things that you can always do is the same thing that you guys are doing right here, and that's create your own. So for me, I love, um, I was doing a show downtown um, at a popular place that actually kind of shut down during the pandemic. Uh, very near, uh, close to like uh, Spring Street, whatever. It was a, it, it was a wild place, but it was a well-known bar. So I was kind of doing that and um, transitioned it to. It was like a weekly open mic, mm-hmm. and I transitioned it to like a pop-up monthly show. So currently, right now, I got a great location, a venue that I'm kind of working with. Uh, we have a really good poor rapport. It's called the uh, House of Cocat. So it's in the Arts District. It's oh, a I was trying to well. figure out how to fuck to pronounce that. Right. I'm probably still saying it wrong. Okay. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm probably still saying it wrong. They I, I was saying Cocote. <laughs> Cocote. That sounds more appropriate, right? <laughs> it just sounded more American. <laughs> Native say it up American. Like but um, it's a great venue. The only Americans um, that count. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great venue, man. And we do it currently right now we'll see how it kind of continues to go but we do it like once a month i actually got a show coming up uh january 26th um but it's a phenomenal venue we have you know well-known comedians we have more kind of like up-and-coming comedians so i always try to give people an opportunity you know whether you be established you know obviously the established people they don't really need it Mm -hmm. but i just you know try to link with people who i feel like i respect i'm motivated by you know um and i feel they're funny that's it for me. I don't give a damn. You you gay, you black, white, Chinese, trans. I don't give a fuck what you call yourself. Are you a decent person and are you funny? So um, with my background and, you know, like hospitality, you know, we I, I do a cool thing. You know, I had like a wine sponsor. Okay. Give away nice. wines. Nice. Um, I always give away bottles of wine. You know, my, my big thing is, you know, I'm known for like kind of giving away candy and, you know, just trying to like for me, man, it's about bringing people together. 
you know, it's really about bringing people together through through comedy. So um, that's what I do. You know, I want to continue to enhance, like, you know, my acting. I had the opportunity to, the baby dropped an album. I think it was like last year um, where I was in his first video. Oh, shit. Album, playing that's his uncle. Cool. And, you know, I shot a video with like Dove Cameron and just shot something recently with like MTV. And so I'm, I'm really trying to not only besides comedy, I went to. It wasn't Philly, but it was right outside of Philly. I'm forgetting the name of the city right now. Recently shot like, you know, the industry was shut down for a while. The acting industry, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, um, yeah, with the writers, they were on strike. Strike. Yeah, yeah. the writers and the actors. <clears throat> so I went out to like near Philly for like close to like five days and shot a sitcom out there. Nice. Um, hoping that that gets released to whether it be like streaming or picked up by a large network or really, you know, really little funny project that I was super happy about. Uh, a guy that I know really talented, uh, Andrew Ortiz, he gave me an opportunity to kind of, you know, have a leading role in that. So that's what I'm working towards, man. Um, and that's what I'm with, you know, so, you know, all social media and stuff like that, TikTok, YouTube, whatever, Instagram, it's at Jaloy JMJ, J E L L O Y D JMJ. Follow the comedy show, uh, continuing to try to, you know, bring more exposure to that. It's at That Young Comedy Show. Okay. That Young Comedy Show is the we'll name We'll make sure show. to, like, link it all, yeah. too. So yeah. we'll, yeah. we'll yeah. get all that so I we can link that. it. That I way people can that. find you. But, yeah, besides that, man, cooling. Try, you all know right. what I'm saying? Trying to make the most out of, you know, trying to make the most out of, you know, and I joke around a lot, you know, not to go off on it, but I, a lot of people be like, man, Juice, you, you be joking and, 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 and it's funny, I say to Juice, all my friends call me Juice. So, you know, my name is Jaloy, but like Nando and other people, they call me Juice. And a lot of people will be like, man, you always joking about your diabetes. But I have to. I didn't almost die from this shit yeah. multiple times. So it's a it's a thing for me that like allows me to, you know, I, I think comedy is one of the greatest healers. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. it's a thing for me that kind of like allows me to uh, bring something to the table and just, you know, like I said, man, all the differences and the different things that we may be going through and that we have, you know, I'm about trying to bring people together. You know, I'm about trying to bring people together and you know what I'm saying? Just do my part. That's it. Okay. That's awesome. Love it. Yeah. Well, you already hear it. That's what he does. That's what he does. Uh, he asks him he what he down. does, and he lets you he know what the fuck he does. Yes, sir. Yeah. Any, I mean, anything else you want to leave everybody with other than that? I mean, man, I, I, I'm, I'm going to leave nice people with. Um, the only thing I want to leave people with is may it be your best year yet. Um, And, you know, I really wish that, hope, and pray for that with everybody. And um, seriously, you can do it. And the only other thing, like I say, man, I really appreciate y'all. Man. Phenomenal conversation. Thank you. Uh, clutched my wallet when I saw him coming to the lobby. Didn't know who he was. <laughs> what the hell? What, who are you? The hell? You thought you were gonna get robbed by the same room? You thought you were gonna get robbed by a substitute teacher? Most intelligent robber. I'm not seeing a robber in cargo pants. I've never seen a robber. We need more pockets to put the cash in. Yeah, all the wallets. Yeah. No, man, but no, man, much love and respect for what it is that y'all are doing. Great conversation. And like I said, man, I appreciate the opportunity. It's been yeah. fun. Well, thank you for coming. You. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate thank you for coming. Come back so anytime. Much. Please. Come on. Like, it's Let always night. open. I just want to say after that closing, 
of Jeloid. I am jealous. This man never hear that. I'll give you that one. I don't record 16s at home. The juice is loose. Hi, everybody. Mascal. 